And here we are again for another episode and a very special episode of the Divergence Podcast. Perfect. I'm your host here, Keddy. This is B. And we got a couple of special guests here for you today, the Mugen and Jin of Spinning Records. Our special guest, Lost in Kyoto. What's up? <laughs> In- intro uh, yeah. applause here. Yeah, intro applause here. Uh, but I know you guys, uh, I met you guys through my brother, obviously, Filthy Rich. And I've seen you guys perform at all of his art shows and a couple of other shows that you guys have been at. But I guess to start us off is, um, for those who haven't been blessed with their ears, with your sound, I guess start us off is, tell us a bit about yourselves. Um, how did you come to be known as Genkai the Third and Joestar? Who the hell are you two? <laughs> uh, I can start right through real quick. So, uh, Chris and I, my name's Torrance, this is Chris. Um, we've, uh, we used to work at Apple together. Um, we were homies over there uh, for a couple of years. We were, I, w- I was there for two years. You were there for a couple of years before I, I came through. Uh, we had another homie um, that also worked with us. His name is uh, Jamin. Um, but we always used to talk about like anime. Like the, I think at that time, My Hero came out, so we'd always just be like, "Oh, y'all seen the new episode? <laughs> you know, did you see the new episode or whatever this, that, or the third is?" And um, we found out we both we all kind of like similar music. Uh, so our third homie, Jamin, uh, came up with the name Lost in Kyoto. And uh, we were like, yeah, we're going to just do a barbecue. <laughs> and uh, you That was know, the plan, yeah. Play some music. And, and we called ourselves Lost in Kyoto, and that was going to be it. Damn. And we were never going to like do nothing else past that. <laughs> um, and then, like you know, five years later, um, you know, we played pretty much all over the place in Chicago. Uh, we're doing our first festival in two weeks. Oh shit! Damn, that's oh, coming up. Yeah, yeah. you guys uh, doing the house music festival? Yeah, 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 yeah we're yeah. doing that. And um, everyone that was free. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, we've just been kind of grinding and trying to figure out how to incorporate good music and anime. Um, as far as my name, um, Genkai the Third. Don't make me slap you upside the head. Uh, Genkai is a Yu Hakusho reference, and that's yeah. like one of my favorite characters from the series. And I love Lupin the Third. So I just Ooh. fusion hot. I was wondering where <laughs> the little, third little, was coming in. Little, yeah. I, 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 I had a feeling that's where it was from, but I was like, I don't know if you're like the third in your family with the same name. So, yeah. you just like- so my logo is similar. It's similar to the loop in the third logo because the, the third is the, the, the is kind of face right, right. a little weird. Ah. And I just kind of like merged them together. Damn. We got um, some deep cuts coming yeah, in. Here. Yeah. And then we'll talk about oh, your yeah, first sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> He's like, I'm so here too. <laughs> my, my original. DJ name was DJ No Jutsu. Yeah, that that kind of hits. Yeah, it was, it was it was fucking dope. <laughs> it was fire. But but it was it was just too. It was like what? How do you say it? Was it DJ No Jutsu? Mm. So it was it was a mouthful. So I'm like, really? I, I mean, for me, nobody like, believed it rolls him. off the tongue. For Dude, me. I like, could DJ yeah, they're like spinning, like hit the shadow clone, and then just that, like start working two that records. Was, that once. was the point. It was like I was doing my does my jutsu. You was DJ fire like, drop. Can you imagine like the hand signs right before you had the beat drop? It's like pain. Yeah, he Dude, had like this, a, this is a big jutsu. He had like a Naruto sample. Oh, so great! Oh. Uh, and it was and it said no like, jutsu. Jutsu. Oh, you no jutsu. Is that yeah. is that the the sound effect yeah. from the show? But yeah, it was amazing. But then I was like, I need a. It's like all right, I need a new name, something because we we were starting to play more just less anime stuff and more just playing like DJ gigs. So I was right, like, all right, right, well, like you know, what can I think of that I liked and I and I love. Um, Actually, yeah, they got me into uh, JoJo's, Ooh. and that's my that's my yeah. yeah. And then I I think I surpassed them, and I'm just I'm up to the current arc, and I'm still reading. Yeah, you, so, I had to beg you to watch JoJo's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They kept mentioning. I'm like, it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll get to it. I'll get yeah. to it. But um, I was like, well, 
I was thinking of like I was thinking like world star. I was thinking of like like rock star or um um like Joey badass. And then I was like, well, what about like? Well, I love the Joe Star family, and I and I was looking up. Is anybody named DJ or Joe Star or DJ now? So I'm like, I want to be Joe Star. And then now sometimes people think my name is Joe. So <laughs> I mean, hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so. I think at one of your gigs you should like. Put on a mask and whip it off and be like, "But it was I, Dio. <laughs> it was, but it was, but it was me. Yeah. I am yeah. approaching you with this beat. Yeah, I should, and I should like. I really need just to get that uh, that uh, star tattoo like right on my shoulder right oh, here. Dude, so I really need to do it. I'm ready to do it. Yo, so this is my thing about Lubin the Third and even Conan. Like, they're it's what I love about them. I'm sorry, this is go. I was Did just we, thinking about it in my yeah, head. Yeah. It's it's so dope <laughs> because they keep reiterating it and like. It, it reminds me of like if you're watching Seinfeld, you can just drop in anywhere yeah. on any episode and right. you don't. Because I was watching one um, Conan episode where it's about like that girl, her his friend gets kidnapped in the back of a trunk and they think there's a dead body in it. But it turns out it was props for like a stage show. Oh, yeah. And the episode ends where they mess everything up and they have to perform the stage show. It's really stupid. But like I, I, I loved it and I was entranced the whole time. Yeah. Same with Lupin. They make like they, they always like I, I don't know if they just need to keep the license or what. But like any you could drop in on any like Lupin episode and it's just like it's like great. I'm watching like an episode of Family Matters. I'm right. watching Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. It's dope. It doesn't even make sense. It just needs yeah. to be there. That's why they did the collaboration movie, and you yeah. didn't need to know the context of either or. Oh, the movie, they did. Yeah. So there's, I think there's two uh, Conan X Lupin movies. Um, yeah. They're currently on, uh, I think, uh, Hulu right now. But very good, very good films. They're good. I know. Uh, my girlfriend was asking. She's like, she's like, do you know any like long animes that you know I can just listen to in the background? And I was like, babe. Got you. I was like, <laughs> got three for you actually. I was like, I was like, what do you want? I was like, do you want like love story kind of thing uh, uh, spanning across time? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, let me introduce you to my boy Inuyasha. That's great. That's a good one, dude. I turned my mom onto that, and she likes it too. Yeah, that's that's a really good one. Yeah, it's it's weird how like uh, like so my grandma end up liking uh, yeah right much. but that's just like younger and restless for them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, i know i'd be i'd be, I'd be like watching an episode like she's hanging around and something like that she's like oh, that inuyasha and yeah. i'm like yeah you get it you get it yeah. no there are times she wants to skip like the ending song and i'm like hold on hold on hold on she's like wait what do you mean i was like i was like i'm having flashbacks right now remembering myself oh, my in my gosh. bedroom here now. at 3 a.m <laughs> what, what were the other what were the other ones uh the other ones obviously detective conan uh-huh. i was like you know you i was like it doesn't matter where you start i was like it's gonna tell you everything that you need to know in the beginning, and then also uh, the third one. I was like, you can start One Piece. That's a journey, man. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call that a background one though. No, you gotta. There's no. too many breadcrumbs you gotta be paying attention to. No, you gotta like. Yeah, you gotta pay attention. Dare yeah, I say like any background anime is like um, slice of life. Yeah, slice of life anime. <laughs> which do I, I love me some slice of life anime, but. But I gotta ask, um, your shorts that you're wearing are they from uh, Project Mori? Uh, so uh, these are from uh, Ultrafields. Oh, okay. And okay. then there's a guy named Caleb. You know, uh, the artist Caleb uh, that does the artwork for uh, Ultrafields. Yeah, yeah, that he, guy. He He's did dope. this one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I've seen like us, not the same design, but like us, I guess with uh, Zenitsu on the shorts from mm-hmm. this other guy named Project Mori. I don't know if you guys follow him on Instagram. And you know what? It's funny because. We could be talking about the same brand. We probably will. It might and, be. And because all of these people, like, they do subdivisions of their brand or, like, right, you right. Know, just because whatever. 
which that's a whole thing about anime brands and the pandemic. But you know, <laughs> it's too many of them now. But no, I feel no the same. I feel the same thing because I have multiple different identities, and I'm yeah. trying to like condense into just one now. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. obviously my YouTube channel, my old YouTube channel, and like my Instagram name was Geek Night. But I was just like, damn, it's like that's kind of a mouthful. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go by Ketty, which I took like the first letters of my first name, first letters of my last name, and just bam, combined it together. And I got that because I went to a Star Wars website and I was like, this is your Jedi name. You take the first (laughs) two letters of this and first letter. I'm like, perfect. It's like uh, Childish Gambino with the Wu Tang generator. Yeah. 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 Because I remember I was like, you know what? It's like, what would be my Jedi name? Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's no Jedi out there freaking named Kevin. So. There could be. There could be. Hell, Obi-Wan became Ben, so I'm sure there's some sort of a pseudonym out there. Maybe. Spider-Man canon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess my next question for you guys I have here is, uh, how would you guys describe your sound? Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. Do you want to? You want to? I mean, it it kind of, it it arranges. Uh, When we started, we were doing a lot of what was popular on SoundCloud in the, like, mid-2010s. Yeah. um like what like cardi or like uh um, yeah uh it was it was a mixed bag it was it was very low uh, yeah oh yeah it was it started with a lot of lo-fi and city pop yeah yeah and then we were playing like i guess like little pump type yeah little pump was fresh sound cloudy yes yeah, all the sound cardi cloud, yeah cardi xx tentacion yeah um smoke perp yep uh, you know, uh, and some, some some pretty big artist names. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah I know. Pretty good. Pretty good. And they're all gone. Good. Nobody listened. Nobody listened to those people anymore. But um, we did those when we were doing art shows. It was a lot of like that. But um, then we transitioned into the like I guess you call it the selection sound. Right. So yeah. a lot of house uh, influence remixes, and then it kind of transitioned to okay, we need to play stuff that people like and mix in stuff that we like too so then it was kind of like hip-hop top 40 for lack of a better term yeah for for a period of time we just try to find ourselves yeah and then and then now it's it's like everything yeah it's it's uh (laughs) afrobeat it's it's like more like reggaeton house mixes it's house music it's techno um, techno it's like uh um uh house that you'd see like a uh uh, biza bitha spain um you're on you're in spain and you're listening to like some house dude in like the middle of a desert somewhere type music so and then it'll go right back to (laughs) right back to plastic love (laughs) when you're doing events do you like um like kind of pre-plan like the vibe that you're going to put out or you just like get there and you're just like all right they're feeling this one so let's drop this one next and then we were so used to um we're so used to improvising and playing it by ear without a set yeah uh we tend to unless it's something specific we tend to just we kind of have a general idea of what to do and then we kind of just see what happens throughout the night and um i the one thing with us is that i think we both really trust our ears so you know for you know when when all else fails we know our ears won't fail us and we'll be like yeah that's true some we're we'll get through this this will this will we'll get through this you know yeah like pretty well we have a festival coming up in two weeks you know and yeah we haven't practiced we talking about practice we haven't, <laughs> we haven't done anything but we just know okay cool i trust what he's gonna do he trusts what i'm gonna do and at some point um those signs those sounds will be parallel and that's all that matters 
and we know people will have fun. And so we just try to focus on that aspect. Um, but we do try to stay true to our nature of um, where we came from and where we started with. So we do try to bring those elements of uh, why we're even called Lost in Kyoto in the first place. Right. No, I remember when I first heard you guys had that one, like, see your art show. Yeah. I was over, like, on Armitage. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good <laughs> I was just, I was there, and I'm just thinking, man, no, these dudes don't miss. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And we were really experimenting at that time. No, yeah, we just, we just start. We uh, we were. I think at that point we were like bringing fog machines and like lights, and we had like three. We had like a TV setup where we would play like co- our favorite anime clips and have like logos, and it was like a yeah. whole little. Um, Everything was done from scratch. Uh, we would we would uh, source all the anime um, clips, and we would blend them together to make sure that they were synced with with the sound of music that we had uh, sonically nice. and um, and with the tempo. Um, so, because with anime, it's for some reason like, especially like with hip hop, it yeah. just catches. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Is it? Was it like thirty frames? How? What is? What is anime? Twenty four frames? I think anime is twenty four frames it, per second. It's it's there's it, it's something it's something about the way anime sequence when you play like hip hop like when you play hip hop with it, it just really like if you it really clicks in. Yeah, yeah, that and Lincoln Park. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Sure. And, and yeah. Many, many Evanescence sometimes, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, because I remember that show. I was like hearing you guys because I wasn't sure where you guys were at. And then as I kept walking around and then I turned a corner and I see you guys with your setup and it's going to lead it into my next question. And I see like your, you know, your TV screens and everything. And I'm like, damn, it's like I'm experiencing Toonami in real life. Yeah, that was yeah, the point. That was the that was yeah, the whole that was, point. And, and that's leading to my next question: is like, well, uh, like, would you guys say like Tanami has been a big influence on how you guys massive. perceive? Yeah, massive. I mean, we used to work at Apple, and we were so we used to brainstorm the concept of Lost in Kyoto, and what it meant, and like we were we were trying to flesh out a full idea, and we didn't know how to make it uh, reality and tangible for people to experience and feel what we felt from that nostalgia, right? Kick, you know. And um, that's why when when uh, when Filthy and Pabs was like, yeah, y'all pull up and do it, me and him sat down and we were like, all right, so we're going to have the, the, you know, the cuts from like the commercial breaks. Right, right. We're going to we're going to make it feel like that. And when people view the whole setup, that's you actually being lost in Kyoto because <laughs> uh, people would just stare at the screens and just be bobbing their head and they're just like, damn. Dude, yeah, when I saw his TV screens, it reminded me of like when Tom's in the control room yes, and he has like yeah. the screens up for like he's like coming up now. Yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball Z, followed by Zoids. Next century. Oh my oh. Ooh, Zoids. Yes, yes. Man. And so yeah, so that was the whole concept was that. And then I think later on we introduced um video games. So we would do like classic gaming that was also built in. And I you know, like you remember like yeah, Tom yeah. would like do game reviews randomly. Yeah. And, yeah, those were all out of the blue, but they were my favorite part. He made me like, buy a guitar here. Yeah, but they were like really, <laughs> yeah. really in depth. Like they had thought, well written. They were well written, better than IGN seven. Oh hell yeah, easily. <laughs> you know, yeah, one too much water. Yeah, yeah. Tom but, did not get the credit he deserved, man. Uh, yeah. Like that show or that whole and like programming block was crafted with so much love that like when it ended, I was just like, I don't even know what to do. And I wish I had like the hindsight back then to be like, I'm gonna be the next Tom. Yeah, no, that whole team, Steve Blum. I mean, the everything about that was like it was like lightning in a bottle. Even when they like made Tom look weird, I still was down. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and even the typeface we used, I wanted to, I was like, I, it needs to look like how it looks like when you're watching like Toonami or, it was more Adult Swim. I was looking for more of the, of the Adult Swim bumper mm-hmm. typeface. So, uh, yeah, I really, yeah, I really, yeah, I really gravitated towards that. And yeah, definitely the game, yeah, the gaming reminded me what Tom did. And also like, I, I always think of like G4. Like yes. back yes. in the day, G4. Yes, yes, yes. Attack of the show. The, Attack yeah. of the show. Attack of the show. X Play. It makes me, I'm like, yeah. give me some, uh, like, give me some of that, like, flavor to it. Yeah. Damn, like, you guys are making me so happy about John's yeah, guest. I'm just like, I'm like, we're, we're clicking right <laughs> Dude, here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, even, I remember, I remember when, oh my God, I remember when Toonami was on. And no, it was like, it was, it was when they were showing Dragon Ball Z and they always stopped. Right, oh God, right after Return of Super Saiyan or right before? No, right, it was right before. It was, yeah, it was when uh, Frieza Final Form and Goku were like kind of fighting and they always said, all right, now we're going to show all three of the movies again. Yeah, and then so I remember long. I went to a Blockbuster and this dude had the the boot sock on TV when they're in uh, Babidi's ship and it's, okay, uh, okay. you know, t- uh, adult Gohan. It wasn't adult Gohan. It was, he was probably like 17, 18, but you know vegeta gohan and goku and i'm like what the fuck is this when did this happen <laughs> so like i think that's when that's when it really yeah that was like around tsunami time and that's you know i always think about i always think about that too kind of like little hidden things like you know le- let's show like some cool anime clips that you can't find where people are like yo where is that from what is that yeah so that was and it was great it was a great conversation piece not only for us but for people who are attending the art you know shows and right stuff right like that. Um, it was a great opportunity to like have an excuse to talk to a girl. <laughs> and you don't know about this? Oh, maybe we can watch it together. Let's schedule some time to hang out. Next thing you know, that's been your girl. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how you, that's how with my girl girlfriends. So. The only two documented cases of anime getting anyone girls. Oh my god! Wait, really? Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> it's a well, yeah, I I actually happened. Like she, she's she hates me telling this story because oh. it's funny. I won't say. I won't tell anybody. But uh, I <laughs> went to start. I was at a Star Wars convention for like. <sighs> A whole weekend, like five day weekend, when I was here in Chicago, Lit. and like she messages me through, like, "Oh shit, like you're the show." I'm like, "Oh yeah, are you here?" And she's like, "No." She's like, "I'm just living vicariously through your show." Blah blah. Like you know, we start chatting and everything. But the funny thing is, I was in line for Star Wars speed dating as she was texting, <laughs> and I was I like, "You know this. what? I don't need to be here anymore." That's mm. dope. You're a noble man. Yeah, it was a force calling to me. <laughs> I love that. I actually love that. That's fire. <laughs> So, yeah, and then after that, uh, it was funny because the first time we were supposed to go on a date together was to go see Spider-Man. But I was super nervous. I was like, oh, I can't go. Which Spider-Man? Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Like, it was, I think, just released. So oh, nice. So, we were supposed to go see that. And then I like I flaked. I told her. Like, even later on, I was like, yeah, I was super nervous. I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, told her because I, I just got a bad relationship. So, I was like, kind of scared still. But then eventually, we went to get Italian ice together. She's like, my treat. And then she's like, oh, I forgot my wallet. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, here, I'll, I'll pay you, whatever, you know. But it was, it was, it's a funny story that like, we did both laugh about yeah. now today. So she's pulling a light. Y'all get me on you, man, the whole time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Damn, she's makes, always ahead of you. That she's makes you like eating the bag of chips. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're going to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess, like, obviously, Tanami being a huge influence on you guys, uh, would you say, and you guys mentioned, like, anime being a huge we just want to do like djing at anime conventions or even like c2e2 oh so it's funny that you bring that up um so we're we're actually in the talks of um playing with uh, at, uh anime magic oh shit um so we'll see if we get it uh it's pretty high that we might but um that'll be like our first anime convention uh we've struggled trying to get an anime conventions for a long time uh in the midwest it just seems like that like hip-hop element to mm-hmm. anime conventions just isn't translating 
Damn, and which they, is wild to yeah, me. They, it is wild to me, especially because like when I do the I see the fighting game tournaments over there, I'm like, this needs a soundtrack. Right, right. Um, but I think uh, because of like you got to think about like anime Midwest, anime Milwaukee, once upon a time anime Zap, you know, all uh, Asen, Asen. <laughs> They all have raves associated with them. Right, right. And people go to those specifically for a rave vibe. <laughs> and there's no way to like uh, detach that that vibe into something else. It can be done. They just haven't tried it. Right. Um, yeah, ahead. when uh, we actually, when we went to um, ASIN, like the, for about, I think two years, it was like only for two years. It wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would play, you know where that smoking section was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would set up our, like, we had a really rinky dig mobile setup at that point. It worked. So we set up our, I think it was just, I don't know. Well, first we set up by like a door somewhere. Yeah, we were right outside of, um, so this where, where the soap bubble is at uh, the higher Regency. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they have those couple of doors right there next to where you walk in for the raid. We set it. We set up right there. We were there for probably about a good solid two hours. And how long ago was this? This was a- Anime Central 2018. Yeah, and uh, man, we may yeah. have crossed in the before times, was, man. And we had our equipment, and some girls actually dragged us to the smoking section. The smoking section, <laughs> that corner. If you know, like, you know the smoking yeah, yeah, section. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like we just we had lights. We really just turned it up, and hey. like, yeah. and and I also like I noticed the demographics of the anime conventions were changing so much, and then you notice like. You know, all the rap, all especially all the SoundCloud rappers at that point were talking about, you know, like anime references or Dragon Ball Z references. Yeah. And then if you go to like, if you're in Texas or you're in LA or in New York, that, that there was an option for them. That presence was there. But for, yeah, like I said, like uh, T said, for some reason in the Midwest, they just don't want it. And they did not, they did not like us in that yeah. smoking section. Like Jeez. we, we got into it. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Like we uh we, was got, nuts. Ask, we almost got uh like so we almost got banned from Asin, like Oh shit. That's fully. a little aggressive. Yeah, that yeah. is a very much a little aggressive. Especially yeah. I, it, it baffles me because like at other anime conventions you have like Mexican mariachi bands playing like their own variation of like theme songs and everything and everybody just loves it. Exactly. Yeah. So mm, I was like I it's, I have my suspicions of why <laughs> it was the way it was. But um and and we well for one yes, year sir, for Boondocks clip oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah I know right uh, for one year for C two E two we set up in that that wide long hallway yeah like before you see because you know they usually have DJs like right outside the doors yeah it was that long hallway and we set up there we were just playing uh, we were playing Future Funk yes Future Funk was like yeah and like yeah, we had we had everybody stop I think <laughs> I think R L Stein stopped. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, he's Stein was there. Yeah, he fucked with it. But I like we really, we really set it off, and and just I think I think was funny. I think right after that was when we started to notice like, uh, like uh, DreamCon or like even even Hypeland. Hypeland's recently like really like yeah yeah putting their hip hop spin on. They were at the L A. LA Con, I think. Um, um, anime Expo. Yeah, so they were at Anime That's Expo. That's a big one. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, and like, but just you know, like all the like New York, even like that just happened. I just noticed a big presence of of that that you know hip hop uh, anime energy, and it's just I don't know, I don't know what. Well, yeah, partly I think partly the the reason for that too is is like brand representation in the Midwest. Like, there's not many or if any brands in the Midwest. That like have like a overhead budget like Hypeland, right? Or or you know, I don't. I'm not really familiar with like a New York anime based brand, 
but usually the big brands can go coast to coast. Yeah. And then when they hit like the Midwest or when they hit Chicago, it's really like micro sized. I don't know what's, I don't know why it's like, it's outrageous. It is outrageous to me because like I feel like we have a big following. So it's like Jordan came to when uh, Pipeline, yeah, Pipeline, he when they came to Chicago, he they went to um, they just weren't half evil and that's it, yeah. Randomly. They set up just randomly. They didn't. They kind of promoted it, but I live right. I live right by Half Evil. Yeah. But they had the long line. But he, you know, he didn't. Yeah. Um. Me and Chris have just else. determined, like, with at least with Chicago, um, and this is just from the broader scheme of just even like anime and pop culture. Um, Chicago can kind of be a, a flyby state. Right. Right. You know, people come here, make the money, move on to the next place. We're just like a part of the check mark. And if you even if you look at most like mainstream tours yeah you'll notice chicago dates are spare like very spare like yeah yeah, it's yeah. Either you might get one back in the day people would double chicago like double back to chicago you would at least have two or three options in a tour you know but it's we gotta got change that dude i'll see more dates for like wisconsin or indiana than you which is bad i'm like why because people will drive yeah. from Chicago to Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's it's crazy to me. And even the funny thing was when 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 like the the kind of the first inter like whatever like the, the long the longer trains. I'm I'm saying in a dumb way, but the trains <laughs> connecting like from the, the whole train? United States. Yeah, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. when they were first developing those, Chicago was supposed to be Chicago was like specifically a hub. Yeah, yeah, where like you know trade and transit would go through. Right. So it's right, just. Right. You know, it's, it's funny because they reference that in Oppenheimer too. There you go. Got, I gotta see that. I gotta see that. <laughs> I, I saw Barbie movie. All right. I, I, I love. Oh, it. I, yeah, I gotta yeah, see yeah. that too. Oh, oh my god, well, it's good stuff. Yeah, but um, no, it's just um, we're hoping to see a change for Chicago. It's really tough because you can't do it by yourself. And the thing with like, um, I would say from the anime and Comic Con industry right now, once someone gets their foot in and they go running. Yeah. It's really hard to bring others with you or to suggest or be like, okay, now that you're comfortable with me and you like what I do, there's a whole slew of dope people that I would recommend to you. They're like, oh no, 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 no. We're <laughs> gonna we're gonna bring we're gonna bring back um um run DMC <laughs> you know, to the convention every year. Uh just because it's cool just to have them walk around, you know, or something like that. And it's nah, just screw like that. We're going to run together. Yeah. You know. It's like, oh, yeah, anime is synonymous with EDM and rave music. It's like, well, no, it's more than that. Yeah. That's like, have you never seen Cowboy that. Bebop, Lupin yeah. Third? Like, come on. Wait, even even Samurai Shampoo. Samurai Shampoo. Yes. Like, that is straight up hip hop means anime yeah. to a T. So. And I think I think TikTok is helping, which is, which is crazy. I think TikTok is helping broaden that, oh, this can happen. Uh, I think anime conventions have changed through the, you know, TikTok and stuff like right, that right. as a whole. And I think it's made more people interested in it, uh, which brings like the conversation of most people really, especially these days, their first anime or their first favorite anime is Demon Slayer, <laughs> <laughs> then then Doctor Stone, and then Fire Force. Yeah, because that season, people those were probably the first animes people got to like watch for the first time. That's very true. You know, yeah, if it wasn't for, for like uh, the amazing and his like uh, videos, I would have never incorporated like hip hop into my behind the scenes videos and mm, everything. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like every time I do like photo shoots or anything, I put either like new job is or yeah. I put like some other like lo-fi hip hop beats, stuff like that. Yeah, I can hear the Persona 5 music. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's going to happen because I don't know if you guys seen the latest Transformers movie. Yes. Yes. Their whole soundtrack. I was like this. Fire. Great. Like, great soundtrack. 
yeah. top to finish. I was like, this is what we needed. It was definitely to the era of, yeah. uh, of where they set that uh, movie in, in New York in like, what was that, the 90s? Yeah, the 90s. Uh, to me, yeah. that was like, this is the best Transformers movie ever. Oh, okay, yes. good. Okay, I'll definitely, yeah, I'm going to rent that then. <laughs> oh, if you have Paramount Plus, it's on there for free. Yeah. Is that uh, there already? Okay. Yeah. God damn, yeah. Thank, I got, thank God I got your account. You're welcome, <laughs> my man. So you, so you're a pretty big movie buff. So you, do you, yeah. do you like try to see majority of the films? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of the same way. So yeah, I remember. I guess you know, uh, early days. I went to like film school for a bit. Okay. And then eventually, I was just like, I don't think I had the discipline for this. It's not, tough. not in a negative way, but it was just like, you know what? I was like, I don't think I'm gonna like the person I need to become in order to be successful in this field. That's 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 a great like foresight to see that because. Most people go through it and then and then realize. Yeah, after their soul is fucking yeah. drained. So I was just like, I'm not gonna. I was like, I told myself, I'm not gonna go through this. I was like, I love it and I don't want to lose my love for it. So I was like, I will find a different way to channel like my love for this. Which is funny because that's so so the opposite of like you know do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. And you're like, no, I love it too much to make it work. Yeah. Like I don't want to lose my passion. Or something I think that was one of my issues too with my early YouTube channel. Like I was blowing up pretty fast and i was just like i don't think i can deliver on a consistent schedule as everybody wants me to yeah so that's respectable yeah i respect that but yeah i guess uh next question i have for you guys um aside from being djs any other hobbies or entrance you guys have besides being filthy weebs <laughs> oh my god um yeah i was, I was gonna wait you go for i'll remember i don't know i like i like a lot of stuff i mean yeah, what's I, your favorite gunplay you just said start talking i know, right? I'll remember <laughs> i'll remember <laughs> I have like my I'm yeah, like so fish hobbies. brain, you I mean, know. Um, <laughs> I guess I guess hobby wise, uh, I grew up doing taekwondo uh, for like us too over over 15 years. Um, um, I was doing it almost at an Olympic level. Not uh, us. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, almost there. Yeah, I, I sparred. I was uh, in sparring, like into sparring. Um, oh shit! I traveled pretty much. What was what was your school's name? Um. So okay, it's crazy. So. Um, I didn't have a school, but the first school I started at was uh, called Kwan's Taekwondo in Franklin Park. Um, and then I got kicked out of there for being too aggressive. <laughs> um, and then when I got kicked out of there, I got uh, picked up by a coach that was um, uh, teaching Taekwondo at the Navy base up in uh, oh shit in Grays Lake. And so I literally went from just doing Taekwondo after school to waking up on Saturday mornings, which I was missing all my cartoons. No. <laughs> so I have to use the VHS to record them. And I would wake up and I have to be at training at 7 a.m. Shit. And I was getting my ass kicked. But I really wanted to do, you know, um, Taekwondo. I really, I really like fighting at the time. Uh, so I did that from like grade, grade four all the way until like, like my last couple of years of college. Damn. And did you become a Busansu? Uh, yes, I have a fourth degree, uh, black oh, belt. I'm an instructor certified in uh, Korea and all that good stuff. Damn. Yeah. I, I got scared to, to take my black belt exam because I was told I was going to have to do it in front of people. And I was like, uh-uh. oh my God. So yeah. I just red belt and I quit. I got to second degree black belt. And then okay. my instructor wanted me to take me to Korea for the tournament. But my mom was just like, I it's like, it's like I can't trust you with a, like a stranger that I know. And I was just like, I'll, he's like, he's going to look out for me. We'll be yeah. good. He's like, literally little, teaching me how to fight. I'm yeah. good. I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime. And he was like, even my instructor was like telling my mom, it's like, I think your son has something in him. Because I was, I was 15 and now in tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, uh, what school did you guys go to? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it in Korean. I just know the first name, I guess, translation is like Crescent Moon. Oh, I think I, I think I know though. Yeah. I don't even remember what mine was called, but I had uh, Master uh, Kim Chung Su. So, okay. on, okay. it was like on Tui in California. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and then um, I so I was a part of a team uh, called Team Force, um, and um, I got trained by a guy named Mike Sanchez. 
Um, the most Taekwondo name I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Puerto Rican guy, super, super, like, 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 edgy, like, bust your nose. Did he have, like, a fade? Yeah, yeah. I think, of course he did. Yeah, he worked for UPS, and he was sponsored by UPS. Okay, okay. Um, I think he, at one point, he taught at my school, but then I think he may have moved to a different school. Yeah, and then he had, like, I think he had a school off of Fullerton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I trained there. Um, after a while, after, after my other school. And then after that, I got my own school in Merrill's park and I taught, um, basically for 10 years. Damn. Damn that's wild. Yeah. That's I, what's up though. That's I taught, what's up. Yeah. I taught, I started teaching Taekwondo at like, like 14. Shit. Um, and my family helped me open up a school. Um, and I, like, we kept that running, uh, for about, yeah, 10 years. And, um, yeah, it was dope. Met a lot of people. Damn. Met that's like a, a, lot a of kids, you know, damn. Tell me more about your anime MC energy over here. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but besides, I was born yeah, to fight. Yeah, Pass it on to the next generation. Side sidebar. So the reason I used to get in trouble uh, in school all the time because I would watch Dragon Ball Z, and, <laughs> and what fucked me up was they like Toonami finally was like they was they did a rollout for um, the Android Saga. Yeah, and they introduced it to us like it was brand new. Yeah, even yeah. though it was old as shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we didn't know that, you know. I mean, I knew that when I went to El Salvador, and I was just like, "They're on GT yeah, already." Yeah, yeah, they're on GT. Yeah, it was on uh, Telemundo. Yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about GT. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would just be like aggressive as fuck, and so like when I would go to sparring class, whatever like combos Vegeta would do, I would try to mimic, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna punch and kick, and, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, what's Looking wrong with like you? They're... You were just laughing a minute ago." <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god. Yeah. So no, that, that shit. Dragon Ball Z got me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I feel yeah. that because yeah. uh, me too, one, but for different reasons. Yeah. One time I had to spar my brother, and then I I was holding back, you know, and everything. And then my instructors were just like, "Don't hold back." He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's, he's your opponent right now, and I'm just you like, big bro. On and him. I'm just like, I really don't want to hurt him. He's like, no. He's like, right now, he's not your brother. He's your opponent. So I was like. And so I was like, all right, fine. So next round, I just... <laughs> Did you train with Cobra Kai? What the fuck? Yeah, so- <laughs> Blood means nothing in this like no mercy, think, yeah. It's not even like that. I think he just saw that I was very hesitant and just didn't want to attack mm-hmm. him. He's just like, he's like, no. He's like, don't be afraid. It's like Because if come to a tournament time, you know, it's like you'll face someone you might know. It's like, I don't want you to hold back. So, so whatever he taught you must have stuck because you've never not been aggressive towards your brother at <laughs> any party I've ever been with you. So after that, I don't I'm know. Break up fights. <laughs> I don't know if you remember when uh, Vegeta and Goku are fighting, but it's like Majin Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. And then he like does. I don't know if it's Vegeta or Goku. Does it launches like little halos that like trap someone on the wall. I think it's Vegeta traps Goku. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. And then Vegeta just comes in and just unleashes a fury of punches, and like that's what I did to my brother. <laughs> And my instructor came and he's like, all right, all right, enough, enough, enough. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, that's your brother. I'm like, you, you told, told me. He's yeah. me to like, <laughs> a breach. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, no, that's he's so like, funny. it's too extreme. That's too extreme. And I'm like, bro. Yeah. Your, your brother, he unlocked that memory when your brother had an ass yeah. coming <laughs> and, you, and you had forgot about it. But then you were like, that's right. That motherfucker did take my manga and shuffle the pages. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that bro, he would take like my Yu-Gi-Oh cards from uh, Shonen Jump. <laughs> Oh, Shonen! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Like, but I don't know. I mean, I know you. Mentioned <laughs> I like how you didn't have a follow up. You were just like, I took my cards, <laughs> and like that was it. That was, was just it was you just, it was, just, it was a whole ordeal. It was a whole ordeal. It was just like, damn. Yeah. Right, shout, shout out, shout out, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck him. He's in Japan right now. Bastard. True. Yeah. 
Get out of here. He's probably at an Isakaya, right? Well, he, no, he's having a oh beach episode today. He's at, oh, yeah, yeah. He's having a beach episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love me some beach episodes. Um, Oh, I'm trash because I did like a whole bunch of cool shit. You did a lot of cool I shit. I did like a lot of cool shit. Damn. Oh, you know. Also, first of all, the the best the best um Dragon Ball Z dub is Dragon Ball Z abridged. Period. <laughs> and like this is the thing like I I man it's been so uh it's been so long since I've watched Dragon Ball Z uh like period. I think the last time I watched I I was watching on Crunchyroll just the the Japanese right, because right. it's it's I, and like with the bad like the bad like copy right yeah, but yeah. but Dragon Ball Z Abridge, I'll watch that over Kai any day. Oh. I've watched that a hundred <laughs> times. And like sometimes I think things happen in the series that didn't that I saw on Dragon Ball Z Abridge. It, that Dragon Ball Z Abridge told me how Bulma and Vegeta hooked up, so yeah, yeah. True. oh my god. Yeah. Dude, I, gun. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love when uh Piccolo absorbs nail and you just hear that voice the entire time. Dude. I like I like what that's fucking dope. I like when um uh, when um did you wear protection? I was wearing my Saiyan suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best. I was wearing my, my armor. armor. I was wearing my armor, yeah. That's dope. Oh, so. That's a good Vegeta, Kevin. That's really good. <laughs> and Popo was great. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So great. So great. Um, I was, uh, since fifth grade, I was, uh, I played tenor saxophone. I was a professional oh, jazz shit. musician. Damn. <laughs> Which I did. Yeah. That was the thing. Just that casually, was the thing I did. Casually throw that yeah, out there. Even know what it, it's, it's crazy because that was so much. That was like, especially in college, like that was like every day, five six hours practicing every day, yeah. every day. And my dean was my saxophone professor, and he was trained in like jazz, but he was also trained in uh, classical, um, like saxophone. So saxophone, classical saxophone repertoire was based out of France. Whoa! Uh, and saxophone repertoire was based off of like a lot of the older classical pieces were just violin pieces because saxophone, I guess, in the terms of the instrument creation, it was like a newer was a newer instrument. It was like a mix. It's, a, it's called a woodwind instrument, but it's mixed between a brass and like a like kind of like a like a I don't know like a tuba and a clarinet. Yeah, you're a whole for, you're lying April kind of dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, yeah. So <laughs> and the crazy the crazy part about this dude is like. I feel like his life is so interesting in terms of like, it has so many, it, it takes you into so many trajectories to like how he got here. Yeah. That's um, this motherfucker right it's, here. It's a, it's, Every it's time a, I talk to him, I find a new story yeah, about his playing youth that I'm like, how did you uh, meet the president of Ecuador or yeah. some shit like oh, that? So you're, uh, you're like Baki. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I feel like it's like, well, everything in my life was like a, like a JoJo's arc because I, I played in a, a punk rock. Psychobilly band for eight yeah. years. Oh shit! Damn, he was a bassist uh, too. <laughs> and I played, I played like blues music for a while. Um, I went on a, I've done like a few tours. I've done like the tours where you're in like, you're just in a car and you sleep on a couch somewhere. And and we did pretty, we we did pretty well. We had a really good group, and we. What was the name? It was called Tracer Bullet. That's a badass of, name. Can I just like? <laughs> Yeah, that's a badass name. Tracer bullet, but Super cool. but it was based off of the, the Calvin and Hobbes detective character. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, don't tell people that it loses its edge. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's like, actually, I don't think it does. I think that makes it clever. Yeah. Like, but um, yes, fuck, it was dope. It was just uh, I played, yeah, I played saxophone. It felt, it felt, it was very, um, it was very like Clash influence. It was very like uh, Fishbone, right? Nice influence. It was very like. Clarence Clemens and the Bruce Springsteen East Street Band mm-hmm. type shit. And I had like a wireless mic and I would like 
take all my clothes off and like hop around oh, and jump off damn. the stage and like uh, I wish I could provide You had women dancing like a Michael Jackson yeah. concert probably. You know, it was this is the thing though. It was all it was all well that seems like all like it's all white people and it's like it was um it, it was I really it was really touch and go cuz like I think not I was I was that good. I was the best musician in that scene. Mm-hmm. And like I think I don't I think people were if you ask my uh my our leads my lead singer my friend shout out Johnny my best friend shout out to Johnny my best one of, one of my best friends uh he would say they were just really intimidated by me and I was just like a big <laughs> and I was um I look I think yeah, I look okay swollen, but yeah. I was like yeah I was like huge huge they were like no one was telling him to take his clothes off he yeah. just did it he yeah. did it yeah so it just magically it, it was a stand it was that was my stand it was the wars he just it was it was it was it was all it was all it was just wars oh my god. You would just Dude. whisper before you into your into your uh, saxophone. Bunkai. Bunkai. Yeah. <laughs> Bunk- <laughs> and in, in the middle of all that, just a bunch of anime. And it was funny during that time. I missed. Um, <laughs> I tell him that yeah, yeah. I missed uh, Kid Cudi, and I missed um, who else was who else? I missed Chance the you rapper. You missed Charles Hamilton. You I missed Lupe Fiasco. I missed Shit. all that. You missed Asher Roth. You missed. You because I was listening to. I was listening to punk rock, mm-hmm. and I was listening to sixties, fifties soul yeah. music, and I was listening to rock fifties rock Elvis Presley shit. Damn it! All the way till I met you. <laughs> and yeah, and I was listening to. Well, I was listening to way, 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 way before City Pop. I was listening to like Blue Beat and First Wave Ska and like damn, like uh, like Japanese early Japanese punk rock. Yeah, I'm oh, smoking weed and chilling. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was just smoking. Yeah, yeah smoking chilling. weed and just man would go on stage and be like domain expansion. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. And literally, oh, yeah. we're literally when we first met. Like, I mean, you you kind of I mean, not to exaggerate it, you didn't under you didn't know modern music like mainstream yeah, music, but really. you just weren't like it wasn't like on the grass. But he had such well like good like your music theory. My training was nuts. Was like. Like oh, overpowered, yeah. <laughs> you know, this dude training the Himalayas, and dude, then my, he taught me a lot of music theory in terms of like how to understand like how how songs are structured, what the beats are, you know, counting bars, damn, know, making sure you're in key, mm-hmm. and all of those things. He's he's definitely helped me be a better DJ in that regard um, because we were we were we were, we were taught from like the Apple Store, like, we <laughs> taught ourselves how to DJ. We had no classes, we did. nothing. But because he understood music theory, that kind of helped us have a, a unique approach to music. Well, it yeah. definitely does help because when I went to film school, my professor was like, I think you need to take music. I'm like, what am I going to need to know music theory for making movies? And he's Dude, just like, trust it's me. It's worth it. Yeah. Music is the heartbeat of fucking everything that goes on. Yeah. And, and now I, it's it's weird because um, <laughs> I just noticed how many like anime songs use the exact same progression yeah yeah or not even anime songs i would say like japanese pop music uses the same progressions and how everything's basically like yeah four or five four progressions yeah i could see that actually yeah have you ever like tried to incorporate like your saxophone playing into a live set? That's funny though. I um, <laughs> we did, we did <laughs> were so I quick about with it. that. I know. <laughs> like, don't talk about it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was, I've been, I was, th- I've been thinking about it for the past few years. I got to get, um, I got to get like an overhaul done. I got to pay a yeah. lot of money to get my ah, okay, okay, horn okay. fixed. But like, I've been that be. I, I know how, I know how I would do it now. Got you, got so you. So it's it's I'm I'm thinking about it because I feel like that would definitely like ele- like not just elevate the shows, but I feel like it would give you like. A wider yeah. range or something, you know. Yeah, it would work with. It would only work with 
um, house music. Yeah. And shout out to um, uh, the homie. Um, yeah, that guy. Uh, oh man, he really made me think about it. I was about Manny. Yeah, uh, Manny. He plays uh, saxophone. He plays baritone saxophone, and I, I was seeing him play with Tribe, and they do all house music. Sometimes they have like a full uh, live band, and I saw them at the uh, Metro, and when I saw him, I was like, oh, and it kind of clicked. I'm like, okay, I know how I would do it now, because I've been always kind of thinking about it, but I just didn't know, I didn't know how it works, so. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the ska influence, I feel like that would kind yeah. of work its way in there really, really nicely. Yeah. I, I, um, I picked it up. Recently, like it's all still there. It's just um, the um, muscle memory's there, but it's just a little, it's a little slow. Yeah, gotta, sh- gotta shake slow. it off yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, how I, that's how I am when I pick up the bass. Slapping the bass, dude. Hell yeah, slapping the bass. Slapping the bass, slapping the bass, man. But I, uh, next question is like, I know obviously you know everyone here is a big anime fan, and I'm pretty. We'll get more into that like at any point in this podcast. Here. I want to talk about Star Wars too later. Yeah, <laughs> we'll definitely. Uh, talk about Star Wars. I'm with you. But what American cartoons are you guys into? You go first. Okay, so <laughs> I was just watching. Oh, well, yes, yes, obviously, yes, obviously Futurama. But I was, I'm pointing to my phone case yeah, right um, now because I got Fry on the you back. You know what? <laughs> I've been, uh, Harley Quinn's been, I just watched the first three episodes oh, of the fourth dude. season. Yeah. Harley Quinn has been like, but oh, to be honest, okay, Harley Quinn, sure. Uh, Inside Job is really good. Oh, don't even get started on that. It's really good and they cut it short. Yeah. It's really fucking good. Um, in terms of like the best animation I've seen from like an American production, Castlevania. Yes. Castlevania is like, and I, and I'm curious how much, cause I already know it seems like Netflix is not paying their people. Oh, well, that's a whole nother thing. But, I don't know um, how well that was. uh, but with just was residualized, but I'm, I'm really curious to see, you know, how they, you know, what they pay that animation team. Cause they really like, oh, they dude, really they like, put their foot in it and that shit is like and now they're coming dope. out with a richter story yeah yes. i just saw, I that, saw that trailer it's really it's and the voice acting is like oh my god the voice acting is amazing um there's one go ahead there's one other one i'll say after you there's one other one that i really yeah. love it's, it's really hard to like sometimes determine like your favorite like um american because a lot of times that should be canadian i guess yeah producing yeah. canada but i guess you know it, 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 it aired um, here in america i guess just north to make american it damn i mean so I'm really an adult swims kid, like, like right, right, like true, 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 and I would say it's like a tie between uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, <laughs> Sea Lab 2021 was my shit. Only adults like us are allowed to say damn builds ass in hell. And, oh my um, god! And home movies. Oh shit! Oh, That's really god. good, Coach McGirt. Yeah. Jazzy, <laughs> if you are listening to this episode, this one's for you. Yeah, it's like those in like. My favorite character in C Lab twenty twenty one is the dude that sat in the office chair and he never would get up. Yeah. But he would like he would like scoop he would scoot everywhere. <laughs> and he literally like let the ship like blow up because he wouldn't get up to like turn an alarm off. It's funny you mentioned that because I actually just started rewatching also for the first time because my girlfriend she didn't grow up with cable so we've been watching together uh, Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law. Oh, oh that and Brad Oh my god, that whole era, bro. Yeah. Like when I was younger, obviously I would like skim through it, never pay attention yeah. to it. Or, but like now that I'm sitting down with her and watching it through her eyes, I'm like, this shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's just like that. Yeah. The space goes coast to coast. Yeah. Like, I, what I find fascinating about all those shows is just I, 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 I assume the idea was we need original content, and they're letting us use Hanna Barbera characters. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna use these limited frames, and just we're just gonna like we're gonna use these like limited tools and just create like. 
this just off the wall these off the wall so comedies that's literally Dude, what it was which is why well, there you go. which is why the inception of toonami was with moltar yeah yeah it was it was oh, moltar, moltar yes yeah. oh, moltar shit. was the first host hey sweetheart today at 5 30 toonami's back with another shot then came tom one which was voiced by uh sunny straight then they killed him in the uh what was the event name oh was absolution it? absolutely yeah. no that's the name no. of the ship that's yeah the ship. Um, okay uh, I is I read the visuals are hitting me. Yeah, <laughs> the intruder. That's what it was. The called. intruder. Yeah, because it was that like amorphous blob that was just taking over everything. And he had to yes, cut off the. Yeah. Then they the killed the, the ship. ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I'm telling you, man, this guy. This guy knows everything about it. Yeah, and then they killed Tom, and then they brought in the Stephen Blum version yeah. of Tom, and I was just like, and that's after that, I was yeah. just like, I'm hooked. Yeah, I can hear the buttons beeping now. Yeah, time to push the button. Gundam Wing hit. That. Oh. <laughs> also. Uh, I think of um, uh, Batman the Animated Series. Yes. Oof. But I recently rewatched like that last season mm-hmm. with Tim Drake Robin. Yeah, yeah. And like some of some of those episodes were and I and I would notice in the third season, like, there were some episodes that just looked really good. There's one, um, it's a Robin centric episode where he finds this, he's trying to save this little girl. And he's oh. chasing her all around. And it turns out she, and she doesn't remember who she is. She hasn't met each other, but it turns out that she was just a part of Clayface. Yeah. And like then, sentient. yes. And then at the end of the episode, she says, I have to go, I have to go back into Clayface. And the end of the episode is just really fucking depressing. And then it's just like him saying, like, you know, sometimes, I think Batman says something like, there's sometimes there's no happy ending. And a lot of those episodes were made by, well, shit, a lot of those episodes were made by, uh, storyboarded by like Japanese. Right, right. And designed by Jeff Hughes, which is why I think it looks so good. Yeah. But also, I don't know if you know, the first five episodes of Ninja Turtles were done by Toy Animation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, good. I'm in the yeah. red crowd. Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big Ninja which Turtles why over here. They looked, I, lo- I watched them recently and they like, yeah. They look kind of cool. Yeah, like I think even the opening sequence was also made by Twin Animation, but that's why they just kept recycling. And it's just it's it's completely night and day to what we get versus what is in the first five episodes in the opening. That's the yeah. thing about like American versus Japanese animation is like Japanese will find a way to use their limited resources in the most effective way possible, whereas American will just use the cheapest quickest recycled option. I was gonna like, ask. I was gonna ask you guys that because I know there's it's. Oh man, and I I feel like I read this. There's something. It's something with their philosophy of animation that's really different. The way that they um, yeah, because over here we Americans here view it over as for something for children. They don't see it as a form of art medium. We're over in Japan. It is an art medium. Yeah. They treat it with a little bit more res- like not a little bit more respect, a lot more respect over there than they do over here. Like definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean, like a, a lot of shows from the 80s and 90s were Japanese shows, and they would be like three fucking different shows. But um, it would come to America, and they would merge that bitch into one show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like uh, Macross. Ro- yeah, Robotech. You know, yeah, yeah. Robotech. it's, oh, it's yeah. three Robotech. different mech series. You know, in Japan, but it's just like I still watch Robotech. You know, yeah, I, I fuck still, with Robotech. I watch the fuck out of you know. I love me some uh, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I never watched. I never. I need to watch. I've never watched. I never like watched. Watched. Robotech Macross. I never like. I got this shit on DVD. I got you. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I, I think holes. it's a Crunchyroll now too. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, oh, oh, Crunchyroll Say got less. everything. everything yeah. They own it all. Especially yeah. since they merged with Funimation. Funimation had like oh, a thank shitty God UI. For doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. I even applied once so I could like help them with. Oh the god. Yeah. But then obviously 
Didn't get it. Yeah, they so. was posted on Twitter while you couldn't even fucking watch the newest fucking episode of Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they posted memes. I'm like, bruh, I can't even log in. <laughs> and I'm, for me, I remember when I got Funimation, they were like, if you get it this week, you'll be grandfathered in for the $5 price. And I'm like, all right, for $5, fine, whatever. Worth. Yeah. But now they have uh, the other app is uh, High Dive. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the edgy one, right? Yeah. yeah I, got, I, I subscribe, but I haven't watched anything on it, but I know a lot of the... Uh, more degenerate like style anime. Yeah, yeah. really cool. The, 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 Oshinoko, they're they're, I they're pushing the envelope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T had me read like I think oh. twice. Had me read two different um, manga that was like very edgy, very like edge lordy, but like it was really good concepts. And yeah. I was like, uh, and I told him, he said me, I think it's gonna be anime. I'm like, I don't know, I don't see how they can do that. But yeah, like think places oh. like High Dive, or also I wonder if. You would, you guys would know more than me, but I wonder if there's there's space now since Shonen is so like we know what's going to happen. And isekai is so much like everything in the isekai format has been done right, to right. death. Yeah, uh, I wonder if there's a space for like this is dumb because they kind of do it already, but just kind of like serialized, really hard R stuff that's not a movie. I know like there's. I know there's like Angel, was it Angel Burst or whatever, yeah. or whatever that Angel Cop or whatever. I know there's all that shit, but I, I wonder if there's um, if the studios are thinking of kind of hard R series Ooh. where on Crunchyroll they don't put like a black bar in half the shit and you can't even see anything. I got one for you that's actually on Hulu. It's called ID. ID, like it's about the, about oh, the oh about yeah about the mind. Like this, uh, this one detective it. enters like a serial killer's mind so he can unlock the solve the murder. Are they, do they show series. everything? It's a great series, right? It's like 12 episodes? Yeah, it's 12 episodes. Yeah. 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 They have that, a sequel series in the manga format. Do, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. On nice. Hulu, are like, do on they Hulu. unblock it? Or the, it's, it's uncensored. It's yeah. fucking yes, dude. It's, it's gory oh. as fuck, too. It's, it's really deep. Oh, you know, I'm trash because, well, no, this is loot. I watched, uh, nobody else has watched it. None of these guys. I watched, like, interspecies reviewers on, like, a porn <laughs> site. <laughs> because you couldn't even get it. Like, if you watch interspecies oh reviews God. on any other Everyone site. Everyone was expecting that to be hentai, and you're just like, do oh, something, dude. do something, do something. Oh. Edgy, edgy at best, but. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's so close. Yeah. Because yeah. I, but at the, I talk shit about Isekai, but I fucking love Isekai. Dude, Isekai's amazing. But, but like, the, I'm the like. The time I was reading Carnage is this line. Should not go as hard as it fucking does. Yeah, I'm I, just saying. But yeah, inner inner species reviewer was like, it was, it was, it's, it was good for. <laughs> hey man, that sounds crazy. I know, right? I, I hate having to be like the story's good. Ignore the tips. Yeah, what's, but like, what's, what's the other one? that's like, sorry to interrupt, but it's like, it's, no, it's rescue someone from a rescue a girl or princesses from a dungeon. Oh, oh, is it wrong to, to pick to up a girl that. in a drug yeah, dungeon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that yeah. show fucking slaps. All right, take out the fan service. That show slaps. I I will I say that, that right here, good. right now. I need to sit with that. I watched. Yeah, slime is amazing. Slime is incredible. Um, Masuka Tensei is amazing. Yeah, there's one where there's a girl who maxes out her defense. It's trash. Oh, before he, uh, I'm yeah. scared, so I max it's, out my defense or something like it's, that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not good, but I like having it on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's crazy. There's like an American isekai that came out. Oh shit! And a lot of people don't know about this. And it stars Martin Lawrence, and it's called Black oh! Knight. Black Knight. <laughs> that's it. That, that's an Isakai. You had to go over the first half. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, he's got that like Eagles jersey on the entire fucking yes, thing. Yes, that's an that's an Isakai. Yes, you are is. so right. That is a hundred percent. No one will take that. Dude, that you know what? The, there's I, more dude, Isakai than you think. Yeah. You want to talk about going to another world? That's boom. Futurama's Isakai. Pagemaster is an isekai. Oh, 100%. Oh my god, Pagemaster. Pagemaster yes. is an isekai. It's fucking the Benjamin Button movies. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. 
I'm trying to think. The yeah, Robin Williams movie where he like goes to heaven or some shit. Uh, what's the one? The super sad one. But that's an Issa guy still. Where his family die. His whole family died, and then he died. I forget. Oh. Robin Williams? Yeah, Robin Williams. What? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's like a, it's, 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 it's visually amazing. I can't think of it. I gotta look it up. Let me talk about ReZero for a second there. No, no. Yeah, no. honestly. <laughs> can I, can I tell you that when ReZero was like showing, like, it was like week to week. Right, right. I, I something happened where I kind of, I got, I kind of was like, I kind of got fed up with it because the main character was too. Yeah. Oh, yeah but you hated it this first. is the thing. I rewatched it maybe about, less than a year ago director's cut yes maybe that's why mm-hmm. oh, okay i gotta get on that one because i started watching the original and i was like i don't no, care it, enough it, yeah no it's it it makes more sense now and i mean you gotta think like you if you're you know you're it's it's such a good fucking idea though you're yeah. taken to another world and you're just like murdered yeah and you're like, like and what's best about that is like he's prepared he's like oh shit this is an isekai like yeah. i'm ready yes yeah. and it does not go his way yeah at yeah. all he was like i get i'm where's my powers yeah i'm supposed to get a girl yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to be the yeah. the mc over in, in this yeah. fucking and, universe and he, and oh, he is anything yeah. but yeah. and this is the thing was he was a, he was whatever he was kind of toxic but also he was he was so young he he had um and he was kind of a he was he was kind of an inside guy uh otaku yeah Inside, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But he didn't know, he really didn't know how to interact with people. He really didn't know how um, men and women interact. He treated, um, what's her name? He treated the main girl kind of like an object less of like, hey, we're just two people talking. But towards, but what I really liked about him, he always, he. He redeemed himself. Yeah, but he, and he always had like a very upbeat attitude, even though it was kind of right. like fake. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it was cool because he was—he would kind of think like, "I'm getting the hang of this," and then he would like just be really confident, and then he'd make all these friends, and he. But then something fucked up would happen, and then he kind of like <laughs> fall back into his depression, and then it would just kind of keep going. So, but watching the director's cut, I really, I really, really enjoyed ReZero. Damn, I all really right, I enjoyed that watching out, it. That's a good series. Uh, another isekai that I like that I used to watch. That, I don't know if you guys remember Tanami Jet Stream. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it was called Mayor. Mayor. Wait, Marching Awake. Yeah, Marching Awake and Romance. Yes. Was yes. there a hammer in it? Yeah, it was like Ginta, and then he had like uh, it was like uh, it was called an arm. That's what they called the oh, like okay. the little devices. It was a hammer, and the hammer's name was like Bobo, 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 Bobo. Bo. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have to, get, I'll to watch it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it is now, but I've been trying to find it so I can rewatch it again because I never got to finish it. But it's it's a cool. It's mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's a standard isekai, but I just like the story that was going with it. Nice. You know what was really bad? What? <laughs> it was the fake. It was the after. It was after Evangelion, and they showed it on Toonami, and it was a series they never finished. It was called. Oh my god! You know what I'm talking about? You're talking about IGPX? No, no. Oh my god! Wait, what? No, okay. it wasn't that. But <laughs> oh my god! Six. I love IGPX. No, it was. IGPX uh, is amazing. It was. Um, it was a series. It was on Toonami, and it was like it was like a pilot, and he had like a mechanic with them. And it was it was mech it was mecha stuff, and it was kids on a ship, and it was like a fake Evangelion. Megas XLR. Oh my god! Not that. Fire, but oh my fire god! Series. It was called. Um, I'm gonna look it up now. Oh my god! I'm gonna do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Any, de- any dead yeah. silence. Yeah. Uh, this sounds. Y'all can talk. I'm gonna figure out. Shoot. Uh, shoot. That tsunami era. I mean. I mean, my my thing with tsunami was like, it didn't even matter. Like it was reruns. Yeah, like, I would still it, watch it. It. Was a, it was always a hit. But whenever they were introduced a new IP. It was like gas. I would like, like you were talking about Zoids earlier. And I remember when Zoids first hit and it was like nothing. Yeah. It was like nothing else. And 
the toy line. See, what I loved about it, it was like the, the simultaneous toy line that would come with the series. Right, right. And even though, like, you know, we all know about uh, Takara Tomy and Hasbro. Yeah. But, like, th- even the Hasbro toy line was hidden. Like, the. the I remember. I, ha- I had the Liger Zero model kids. I had the Saber Tiger. <laughs> I just put my you know. Liger Zero together and I have a Shadow Fox that I yeah. still got to put together. Sick, even yeah. now, like, now that they're really. I got a Master Grade Liger Zero. That yeah. seemed like he got and I built. Dude, I was with the Great magnifying glass, like, yeah, that, tweezers. This took me forever. I still got the finishing together. stickers on, and I'm done with yeah. it. But then Shadow Fox is next, I man. used to have the giant-ass elephant. Oh, the elephander? Yeah, oh, elephander. elephander. Yeah. yeah. And it would, and I would get it to, like, do the walking <laughs> thing. Like, and the trunk would go up. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that was yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Pilot Candidate. Oh. Pilot Candidate. Can I see? I wanted that was, like, eight episodes. It was shitty. I love the I love the the theme. I love the uh, as a the reverse song. recommendation. It sucked. Don't watch it. It's very because it doesn't go anywhere. Mm. No, they yeah they stopped. They oh stopped. yeah, because they didn't finish the yeah. story. All right, yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't go anywhere. Like it, it builds up to like being like oh okay this kid um, has has these like weird abilities and he's he's a real well you know put together pilot. It has CG. It has like CG fight scenes. I want to say it looks familiar, but it yeah. also just because it I, looks like anime. Yeah. It was on Adult Swim. Yeah, uh, more so on, on the Adult Swim. I may Swim have like seen bits of it, and I just thought it's, it was probably a Wreck of Seven. But oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. Pilot Candidate. Jesus. Yeah, damn. Um, yeah, Maybe that that's was... why I stopped watching Wreck of Seven because I was just like, damn, this is going nowhere, dude. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite uh, Gundam? My favorite like series, series both you guys. or Gundam overall. Either or. I'll answer They're both in the same question. Yes. Dragon Gundam from G Gundam. <gasps> G Gundam is my favorite uh, Gundam series. Th- this is one of the first things we Why? ever bonded over. Why? This, it, I, I love the tournament faction of it and just... It just cuts out the political dude, stuff that like I was too young to understand. G Gundam is a love story. I was like, and yeah, I was a sucker exactly. for it. I was yeah, a sucker yeah. for that. So, At the end where they're both holding hands and they're doing the flame. Oh! Ah! These hands of ours are burning red! Oh, that scene at the end. When I rewatched it, I'm like, damn, this is a love story in purest form, and it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Damn, that yeah, shit was incredible. It, it, it does hit. Believe it or not, even though I'm wearing a G Gundam shirt, it's my least favorite Gundam shirt. Damn. Fuck out of here. He's, just, he's over here looking like these fucking noobs. No, <laughs> but, but, no, but I will say, like, Shining Gundam and all the, like, all, oh the, all the mechs and, like, every the, the character designs, even, like, the way they piloted. Yeah, the, the the Gundams. I did appreciate that. I love that I love aspect. It. I think that's the other thing that stood out to me is like every Gundam was different depending on the country they were from. I mean, they got a little bit Miley racist, racist sometimes, sometimes. Like Miley yeah, a little, a little bit, a little because bit. the Mexico's Gundam yeah. was tequila Gundam. Yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, come on, bro. You also had Russian Gundam yeah. being like, I'm Siberian escaped convict. I have big chain yeah. that I swing bull on. But those yeah. designs hit. Yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I will say G Gundam had the most unique way to pilot a Gundam because that, yes, that was the only that. time they were the in the full suit and that is like what we're using now for yeah. like 3D like mocap <gasps> video games yeah, and shit like that's that true. That's they true. were pioneers motherfucker and the, your, Where that your shit real life skill set really mattered uh, for how you piloted yeah you had to yeah. be able to fight you can't yeah. just push buttons so. you gotta be able to actually like do some shit I would yeah. say after that there would probably be a tie between the Gundam Wing and the Gundam Seed Gundam Wing for mm-hmm. sure specifically sure. either the actually the wait, no. Gundam with the Sin oh yeah not that Sin- side. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> take it back. Take it back. Take it back. But the de- uh, the desert Gundam that yes. had the two yeah, uh, sickles, uh, yes. or the the orange one that just full heavy artillery, arms. Heavy, heavy arms. arms. There heavy you arms, go. Yeah. Yeah. 
Troa Troa Barton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just He's, a uh, full on. I will throw everything at you. <laughs> I'm America as a Gundam. Gundam yeah. Week was just sexy boy Gundam, but it's my favorite. I really love K-pop. I love that. It just yeah. K-pop Gundam. I love it because like in sexy the beginning where he's like with the girl at the school, he's like, "You're invited to my birthday party." Yeah, that's how he said. He's like, "I'm here to kill you." Throws the invitation. I'll kill you. Yeah. Sorry, that's me. The weird. You know what? In retrospect, like Gundam Week was a weird. Well, no. It, no, it was still a weird choice to show kids on Toonami because it, it, it's so like, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite was um, what's the number? You know the one? It's Stardust Memory, but what number yeah, was it's, it? Uh, Gundam 0083. D- that was about it. Was Stardust Memory? How many episodes? Twelve episodes? Twelve thirteen? OVA. Something like that. It Damn, was. It's, it's it came out yeah. like it was Top Gun. It's just Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Should say less. Top Gun, Love and talkers. I loved. Um, it's just. Uh, actually, a T show to me, and I, yeah. the animation's like my favorite era of animation, and I like the ending song because some black dude sang it who was just in Japan, <laughs> and it was a very like R and B sexy song. Yeah. Rick it, James, you on vacation? There's a common writer now though. Uh, oh yeah, Comrade Wex. Uh, so actually know that guy. Um, oh shit! Wait, I'm actually what? Facebook friends with him, and I've known him for years too. Uh, he he used to uh, he's been he's he's been trying to do performing art for years in Japan. Uh, so that was like a coming uh, full circle moment for him. I'm just mad they never showed his form, though. I'm just like, come yeah. on. Yeah, no, no. What was your favorite Gundam? Uh, um, shoot. Uh, so I love the Universal Century arc, like a timeline of Gundam. Right, right. Um, so like if we're talking about like from the very first Gundam, I love that story, but it's just hard to get people into the yeah, it's it's it's, it's very it's very heavy in the yeah, politics. Even the OVAs and the, and it, stuff it, like it's that. like the Phantom Menace. All right, yeah. it's a lot of politics, a lot yeah. of like you got to yeah. figure out where the galaxy's going. Yeah, but it's like but yeah. it's like the buildup has a really nice payoff. Though. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it, it is, serves the better purpose of the for the yeah. story. It is good to see. Like, I mean, it's funny as hell because you get to see why all the slapping memes. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you know, that shit carries through the whole yeah. fucking Universal Century. Um, Get your shit together. Time, yeah, you, know, you either got smacked in the face and you got put in the dog pound. <laughs> <You know? laughs> who's, who's your favorite version of Char? Denji from Chainsaw Man would be my in favorite heaven. version of Char. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm a I love Char's Counter Attack. So like, just that whole like era of Char. But then I, I kind of liked his clone in um, Unicorn. Oh yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that was a really good entry point for people who didn't know the original to kind of pop in there but there's a lot of side stories that happen in the universal yeah. century arc and i think out of those my favorite was eighth ms team and that's a good like short ova series and it's just like aka yet. the vietnam war Damn. Damn. So okay, okay cool it's pretty much like you start off in space and you have like um leftover uh Zeon pilots mm-hmm. and you have leftover earth federation pilots and they're still like at odds with each other. Right. And then, like, for some reason, like, they have to go to Earth to regroup. And they end up going, I think, to the Philippines or something like that. Yeah, very guerrilla warfare yeah, shit. I, just, I see what you're saying. I gotta, I gotta check, yeah. I gotta check with this one out. Just, with just mass-produced Gundams and just regular yeah. non-talented soldiers. Yeah, just it's, it's just like a ragtag group that's just really just trying to, like, travel across to one destination to another and survive. And in the process, they have two Gundams. One um, has a is a nuclear warhead Gundam. No oh, shit. And the That's other America one, right there. and another one is just like more agile and more fluid as far as like combat style. Right. Um. And they were ambushed by the Zaku, and they took the nuclear warhead Gundam. Oh shit! 
and everyone's like, oh, shit, because that one was supposed to be the proto-prototype. Right. Um, that's the secret one that they didn't want no one to know about, but they, they knew about it. So that one got taken away by a well, like, high-class, sharp, you know, right, yeah. type character. This gooseneck. And then he, the main character, underclass, whatever, <laughs> but he got his ass kicked, but he was just trying to do what he could to protect his friends and his fleet. Right, right. And he did pretty decent. And he was he goes through a whole training arc. And um he actually, you know, there's a romance into that one too that's really complex. Really, really complex. That might be, I need to check that one out more. Do you know where I could like be able to watch it or mm, Crunchyroll? You should be able to watch it on Crunchyroll. Oh, sweet. Dude, Crunchyroll sweet. has everything yeah, now. Yeah, you should yeah. Uh, I think it's on uh, Hulu as well too. I'll, I'll look it up. It's a quick one, but what? it's um Text it's a full story. Afterwards. Yeah, it's a full story. Um, animation is crispy to the time and I mean I get what a lot of people say about the political aspect of Gundam yeah I mean if you're not like into space operas then that's like tough <laughs> yeah because if you don't like Spaceship Yamato and you know mm-hmm. you know in shows like that it's just like uh, I don't know. I think at a face level, people just see Gundam and it's like, oh, two robot giant yeah. robots fighting each other. It's like, yeah. no, I guess like, deeper oh, than it's deeper. It's, it's for the kids. I mean, there's 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 incest. There's grooming. Yeah. Um, there's uh, my kind there's, of show. You know, there's slavery, <laughs> yeah, slavery. Yeah. You know, yeah, depression. There's cloning. There's space colonies yeah. that get you know taken over. You know, then that whole concept is it's weird. How like some of that stuff is even. Everything you just said is the plot of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in a sense, incest, yeah. clones. Yeah. No, I would space say two, colonies, two other like yeah. Gundam sleeper hits for me have been like Iron Blooded Orphan and uh, Witch Mercury. How is Iron Blooded Orphan? Because oh, dude, oh, I saw that recently. Because that's just like a reset point. That's just like you don't got to know anything else. Just like watch this one. I, I haven't would, seen it yet though. But I would say uh, Iron Blood Orphans takes um, notes from like um, AFMS team um, okay. and like some of the older Universal Century like plot lines, but then they give you like some Gundam seed elements as well to some of the modern and they're like Gundam build fighters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, fighters. that's another build one of my favorites actually. Yeah. I loved watching. I was just like, damn, I can yeah. see myself in that. Yeah. yeah. And that show, that show was only really designed just to sell more Gundam. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. For which, which worked. Which it worked. Cause it like worked really well. Dude, all early, early anime was, was just like, Hey, yeah. look at this cool robot. Buy the toy now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't mind building the model kits, but I like that Gundam is not releasing, like, their Gundam Universe line, which is, like, mm-hmm. just a $20 mm-hmm. cheap already. Better than Legos. They, yeah. they have a great format. And I was just talking to, um, I'm friend, so I'm, I'm long-term friends with the owners of Nakama Toys. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to. Oh, over in, uh, in California. Damn. Nice. Shout out Brian and Mary. What What's up? going on, y'all? Let me know when you go there. I'll, yeah. I'll meet you there. I, I've oh, been, wa- yeah. I haven't, I haven't been, I've been wanting to go to that shop. I just, I, every time I have time to go, something always comes up. Oh yeah, yeah, Seriously. definitely. Um, Drag me along, man. I'll yeah. be there. It's, it's a cool vibe. Uh, the owners are really chill. Um, they're, um, the, uh, the husband is a big Godzilla and like, uh, say less, like Toku fan. He collects like very, very, very rare and expensive, um, Godzilla vinyls. Damn, yeah. that's a whole that's a whole another thing. That but, Godzilla thing is gonna come back later yeah. at the end. So yeah, I just came back from uh, G Fest too uh, <laughs> about a week ago, um, which was which was a good time. It was real real good vibes. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, anytime you want to come through. But we were just talking about like how um, Legos are so expensive, and like you get right. a small box of Legos and it's like thirty dollars, but you can get like two Gundams for forty dollars. You yeah, so yeah. much better. Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, I I love I love the rebrand of Gunpla, and I love like they're they're able to kind of get that in people's you know hands because i remember my first gundam kit i happened to get a gundam wing gundam kit like at walmart damn really like i remember i got I, mine at target man i had I to like 
specially ordered mine from some website <clears> back in the day. But I'm, and now I see my Target, I'm just like, damn, this is so cool. It's yeah. like, I wish they had this when I was younger. Yeah, back in like, um, I want to say like 2005, like when Gundam Wing kind of like hit, like they did have like a wave of toys, mm. like yeah. a toy line here. I got a couple from Target, man. Yeah, and um, mm. and then like, and then it disappeared like crazy. Yeah, just gone. Yeah, and now it's kind of coming back, but I think that's just the standard because Toys R Us, like, is gone. That's uh, back yeah. at Macy's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Macy's okay. And, oh really? Yeah, it's in it's, the, their basement level now. Yeah. I was just, I was just there today. <laughs> yeah, he, this, I guess there's no like exclusives and I guess the distributions and stuff kind of got weird after Toys R Us kind of yeah. fell through. So even Walgreens picking up shit, you know. It's so I, so I found some weird shit yeah. at Walgreens, man. Walgreens exclusives are the worst exclusives. Yeah, I, I hate, hate those. those. I hate those. They're the best. Trying to get that uh, Zach well, Dragon Shield Power Rangers yeah. uh, Walgreens exclusive. That was a fucking mission. Oh my! You, you might as well just like wait until it's on eBay or like. Which know. is what I did. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, you might get a little tax for it, but it mm-hmm. saves a headache. But yeah, man, I, like um, all of that stuff is it's, it's just crazy how. It, before it was so scarce, um, and it was only like maybe you and one or, or two other people might have had something in your hobby or interest. Yeah, and then now it's just like it's a norm. Yeah, and we went. There's a shop in Woodfield you took me to that has everything that had like a bunch of stuff over there. Yeah, Woodfield Mall was it Woodfield Mall? Oh yeah, uh, what is it like? Uh, uh, Galaxy. Yeah, it had a carpet in there. It had yeah, carpet. It's hot Damn. as hell in there. It's hot as hell in there. Let me know because my office for work is right by Woodfield. Yeah, so. he's literally oh, five right. minutes. Oh, that place. you know what? Speaking of Oppenheimer, I think a good double feature would be like Oppenheimer and even like Hadaki Ano's uh, uh, Shin Godzilla. Damn. Oh yeah, because you know, well, du- we all no. know. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, Godzilla it's, was made as a it's response it's, yeah. to that new yeah. kaiju. No, but, but I really, one two punch. I really. You, I think you told me to watch. I really, re- and I think the plot was like the original Godzilla plot for long and short of it. Mm-hmm. But I really liked that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, see, I saw Grave of the Fireflies before I went to go see Oppenheimer. Nice. That's gonna prepare that's, you that's, for the worst of yes. that movie. How's your heart, dude? I was. I, I took <laughs> an edible before I saw it, and it hit no me. Senor, it's a three-hour no. movie, so like it hit yeah. me right at the point where they're discussing where to bomb. And dude, I felt myself like tearing up. I'm just like, damn. Dude, I had an edible before Barbie, and I had a very different experience. It's, it's funny. They actually, because I just remembered, because this ties into your guys' name. The whole reason they didn't bomb Kyoto was because the guy making the decision said, my wife and I went on our honeymoon there, so let's not do it there. Whoa. I didn't know that. Damn, that's a new level Whoa. of Lost in Kyoto, man. Yeah, and, and, and our name really is just derived from the concept of uh, being culture shocked. And just being overwhelmed because in when you when you experience like Japanese product and like media and pop culture, like it's it's overwhelming. And just like if you're a fan of something and you think America, you know, can yeah. like do a pop up, no, 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 no. Japan got that shit on lock and yeah. they've always had it on lock. Mm-hmm. And um and then it just said that also that idea of nostalgia as well too. And um, and you get lost into something. You get you get you go down to the, this rabbit hole. Um, and we just pick Kyoto just because everyone does some, something in Tokyo, right? Right. Yeah. Harajuku, you know Shinjuku, you know Shibuya, yeah, yeah, and all like that, that stuff. But yeah. it's just like you know Kyoto is just it's it's a it, it, it gives you that essence of the Showa era still. It gives you the and that's that's that hits back on nostalgia. Dude, I, I like it because uh, Kyoto also reminds me of uh, probably also like my favorite uh, Pokemon games, which is Gold and Silver. Mm-hmm. Yes. That great is, games, great games. those are my favorite yeah. <laughs> Pokemon games. That's why hey. I titled this episode uh, Lost in Johto. Yeah, it's all, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, Dud, 
Jojo was based on Kyoto. And Kanto was based on Kanto? Uh, the council or region of Tokyo. And the like council area. region? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wish they did one more. Well, who knows? They keep they keep like shelling out these. They'll, they'll cover the globe by the time this fucking series is Dude. done. You well, know they what did. I mean? They just did the new one was in uh, Spain. Yeah, yep. it was okay. It was okay for me. My I, favorite ones are Gold and Silver, and then yes. Black and White, which is based off in New York. They're they're going to do those because of Incineroar. Yeah. One of my, my favorite. Um, black and White. Well, I I think in the next year we'll get a Black and White remake, but I can't yeah. I can't tell you how good it's going to be. Um, because <laughs> I didn't even play. Um. I really want to play Scarlet and Violet, but I just, I just, it's it's fun. It's fun to play the first time through. Okay, I'll I'll get it. It's just when I played, um, what was the other remake that just came out? Arceus oh, was great. What was the, the Shining Pearl and yeah. Brilliant Diamond? I like that because I never played those games then, but it was like at the end I was kind of like, no, those those, for, did, for those the didn't time do it. Justice. Was revolutionary, but for yes. a remake, you're just kind of like, they eh, did whatever. It's, it's because that's the first time, uh, Game Freak. Uh, didn't do a Pokemon game. They actually outsourced that to a different to a different people. Uh, yeah, but Arceus was great. Yeah, I Arceus, Arceus was made. They, actually they changed by game the free. formula and capturing and everything like that. I, the I story was great, and you see how it ties in at the end. But yeah, no, like loved Arceus. I hope to do another one. I, I'm shocked they don't have DLC for that thing. Out the dude, why, man? I know they'll so never do it, but if they I let seven thousand dollars for that fucking dude, DLC, man. I if if they like if they didn't say we need to catch up with the anime or the card games, they actually like took. And I don't think I think people would be happy if they took like four years to make a game. But if they're yeah. just so like after playing Breath of the Wild, I mean, um, Tears, Tears of, of the, the Kingdom, Kingdom, I'm like, the amount you can do with yeah. some time off is insane. And they're just like putting in, like, you know, the same thing, yeah. tweak a couple of things. Oh, day and night mechanics. Yeah, let's throw that in. Eggs, cool. But like. That's Japan, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, it's crazy because like I was reading an interview by uh, Junichi Musada, who's like the CEO of like Pokemon Company now, or Game Freak, whichever. Because I know they're two different companies. He would, people were saying, like, he's like, oh, how come the new games don't have as much personality as the other one? He's like, oh, well, it's like back then we were used 2D sprites. So whoever was drawing the 2D sprites, they would put their own spin on it but now that we're using 3d models it's just one simple plain model it's not going to change throughout the games now because if you look at blastoise and black and white it's not going to be looking the same blastoise as it is in ruby and sapphire and then red and blue so it's true and i'm like yeah that is true it's like the personality that was just like blastoise static as hell with his cannons out and just nothing else but I, I hope they like incorporate more designs to make him look i guess more alive during the game overworld kind of thing so that's who, one aspect. Who is your Gen 1 starter? Charmander. Yep. Squirtle. My guy! How about Gen 2? The best Gen. Walker. <laughs> I don't know if he was a starter. Um, no, no. Uh, it's the Salamander one. Um, Trico? Totodile. Wait, no. Totodile was mine. Totodile was mine as well. What was the fire? The fire. Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil. Which is based off of, like a... It's supposed to be an echidna. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Cool. Good for Knuckles. It's an echidna, then like a honey badger, and then I think also honey badger in the last one. Something like that. Also, part of me, my, my Pokemon lore is trash. It's on. It's on. Did, I'm, he's I'm on Digimon. Yeah. Oh, damn. We can get Digimon too. <laughs> sure. Uh, Gatoman uh, has one more Digivolution than the rest of them. I'm just going to throw that fun fact out there. Hey, by the way, Ghost Game is okay. Yes. I stopped watching it, but it's okay. I haven't watched Ghost Game. It's okay. Okay. It's I mean, the budget, the bu- it's, budget it's clear. It's okay. It's clear when like the budget kicks up in the series. It's, <laughs> yeah. always, it's in like the last eight minutes. Where well, it's like, that goes back to us talking about yeah. how Japanese and American audiences value budget because yeah. Japanese audiences will s- or Japanese animation will suck 
until it's time for the big episode. Yeah. Then they dump everything yeah. into that one. Whereas American audiences are just like, oh, we can keep saving money. Let's just fucking keep cutting corners and making everything shitty because they, you know, they're they're used to it. It's okay. Yeah, that that show looks like potatoes until like. It's time for a, it a time for evolution, and it's, it's like, okay. yo, this shit like Mappa did this yeah. shit. It's cute. <laughs> Probably a good time for us to like uh, tell us what we're drinking here today, B. Stories will continue in a moment. Oh god damn! I've already drank so many of them. Let's go. <laughs> I need one actually. I have my uh, second one. You, yeah. It's, this is the first time Keddy's had a second drink in a very long time. Yeah. I'm very Listen, proud. I don't have a soccer game today, so Yay! there you go. Hey, you, ain't, you ain't trying to get fucked like you usually do. This is really good. All right, so uh, in honor of our guests, we have uh, altered a standard uh, called the Kyoto, and I have made it the Lost in Kyoto. Uh, how do you, do you guys like it? How do you, yes, how, yes. What do you think about it? I love it. I'm on a second one. My guys, <laughs> thank you very much. So here you go. This is your it. guy's signature drink now. Oh. So if any yeah, if anyone wants to get the Lawson Kyoto, uh, it is two ounces of gin, mm-hmm. uh, one ounce of oh, like I look at my ingredients. All right, two ounces Until of then, gin. Kampai, motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. right, I love the let's, color. Let's, love let's the get color. Real quick. I know. Isn't this so fucking cool? Yeah, really and I was nice worried way. my simple syrup was going to change it, but all right. So we got two ounces of gin. We have one ounce of uh, Midori or any other melon liqueur you can find of. Sure. Half an ounce of dry vermouth. Make it dry, not sweet, because the rest of the shit is sweet as hell. Yes. Uh, and then I added half an ounce of lemon juice and half an ounce of my homemade uh, white peach infused simple syrup. And so that's what makes it the Lost in Kyoto. That's what differentiates it from everything else. Nice. So kind of uh, putting those cherry blossoms, the pink. I mean, yes. look, 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 look at this pretty color yes. right here. Yeah, yeah. This is the Lost in Kyoto flair on the kyoto cocktail yes so if you guys like it if you guys love these guys like i do already go out make yourself a lost in kyoto think of them every time this is a official lost in kyoto lore now yeah, this is super <laughs> yeah, cool thank you so much this is really cool dude i'm i'm, I'm happy you thank guys you. like it because yeah. we yeah. do our research over here at diversions yeah well mm-hmm. i did a thing or two about a thing or two <laughs> peach might peach might be a, a thing uh, that we'll revisit as far as yeah, and i and I love gin. Yeah. Yeah. So, do not a lot yeah. of people do. I also brought backup vodka you, in case you, everyone doesn't no, like gin. You know what it is? It's, it's when, um, well, I mean, like, when I love gin, my favorites are gin and rum. But I just like anything that pairs well with, I'm very fruit based, like cocktails. He's a fruity okay. fella, guys. Yeah. So, citrus guy. Zesty guy. Yeah. Citrus. Like, I don't know what you call what, What's a peach? I'm calling you Yoshi. <laughs> peach oh, is the stone God. fruit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, just anything. Yeah, anything like fruit-based type drinks, whatever liquor yeah, matches yeah. with that, I'm I'm so good with. Yeah, this one's got it's got sweetness, it's got a little bit of bite, so yes. you know there's booze in there and everything like that. And it's yeah, this is his creation. It's I got was a like, very pretty color to it as well. Yeah, no, I was working hard on this for like the last three days. I was, <laughs> I was just chiming in. I was like, can we make it pink, like cherry blossoms? You know, mm. you know I, what I tried I would to do? with the Midori too strong. <laughs> I would probably with this, I would probably add like a, just a touch of spice. Ooh. Like I hear what you mean. Like I have like, cayenne pepper that I was considering as well. Oh, see, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, you know what I mean. Just I'm so gonna like, try that when I get home, and I'm gonna like, let you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, that's the loss in Kyoto after midnight because it takes you on a mm. journey. Midnight run. Yeah, just, mm. the midnight run. There no, you wait, go. no, no, no. Bringing it back to Tom. Not midnight run. We'll call it. Uh, what's what was it called? Rising sun. Tsunami rising yes. sun. Yes, that's, what we'll that's when it. they got into the anime block. Yes. All right. So this is the loss in Kyoto. 
little bit of spice with cayenne sure. float It'll or something rising like that. Yeah. That's going to be Lost in Kyoto Rising Sun. Hey, Sounds good. I like it. I like it. You got two options. Yeah. There you go. Folks, Ooh. try it at home. I'm going to post it on my Instagram later. You will hear the handle at the end of the episode. Fantastic. Hell yeah. I, I love this. I love this. <laughs> good <laughs> shit, man. I'm happy, man. Mm-hmm. We're having a good time here, but I guess to move on to our next segment. I kind of is... forgot we were recording a I podcast. Know, yeah, I'm I'm not not gonna gonna keep talking. Dude, I'm we'll, 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 keep, we're having a good we'll time. We'll do a two-parter if we need to. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, this needs to be a two-parter. That's fine with me. That's fine. It could be a four-parter. It could be a whole fucking rest of the season. 73 and a half-parter. Uh, yeah. Boruto filler arc. I, I already dude, knew this was going to be a great episode. Let's keep like we can keep, dude. I'm down to keep. Yeah, if you got to spend two episodes, fine. Also, um, there, uh, you know, spoilers, but it's Boruto time skip time. Oh yeah, they're, they, they, where they ended. I'm not going to say where it is, and I think it's, I think it's for the just overall. I think it was just pretty bad. Boruto till right before yeah. the end. Eh, the best because what's his name? Uh, Kishimoto came back. I think. Yeah, Kishimoto Jump, came right? back and just nerfed everybody. Yeah. He, yeah, and now where they ended, it was a good twist. I won't say what it is, but it was a good twist. And I think they took about well, it's been about a month. They're supposed to come back soon, and it's gonna be like like it's gonna be like t- it's time skip time. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, so go. I'm sorry. That's, no, that's no, it's all good. Mind. It's all good. No, it's all good because like uh, just last week was like one the One Piece break was over finally. And now back to Zoe. <laughs> But we'll get to that in a bit. We'll get I was going to say, we'll we get, can get we'll, into that one. Well, this next segment here is what I call the shows to recommend, where if you guys have any shows that you want to recommend to our listeners, um, the one I have here is the Netflix movie uh, they call they call him Tyrone. I don't know if you guys have a chance to see Dude, that yet. how is that? Because it looks so I need fucking fun. Oh, Jamie Foxx and John Boyega get together sounds Dude. so amazing. So so two if of you, us seen it and the two of us haven't seen it. Perfect. Dude, if you love Dude, Black Dynamite... you two are Dynamite, together, we're together... Yeah. This is yeah. I'm loving this fucking. If you dynamic. love Black Dynamite, you're gonna love the clothes. Love Tyrone. Oh, yeah. say less. But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Black Dynamite. <laughs> no, I'm all for this like new era of like um, black sci-fi. Yeah, you know, yeah. films and just like this genre that's coming, and it's just very like I don't know. It feels like it feels like something that like we've seen before because yeah, it's, it's it has a dystopian cyberpunk edge to it. And it has like a black expectation, uh, and a film aspect to it, you know. But then it's got a comedy. It's a lot going on. It was like what? Because I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, "Damn, it's like there's like references to Black Dynamite." She's like, "What's Black Dynamite?" And I was like, "What? What?" Oh and then I was like, "I was like, there's like references to Shaft. There's like references. She's like, what's Shaft?" And I'm like, "What? Oh my god, Tolly, I got some words for you next time I see you, girl." And so I, I was like explaining to her, I was like, "It's all this difference." I was like, "This is what makes this movie great." And I was like, yeah. "I love it." I was like, "This is like." This is like what Stranger Things would be if they had a better plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's I funny you, you you talk about like black sci-fi and stuff like that because John Boyega has been like at the forefront of that oh for a long gosh, time. Yeah. So oh, he, he, got from, sh- he got from a, sh- attack the block, sh- man. Yes, yeah. Attack the block That's put him on the map, and that movie. show that fucking movie was it's incredible. Was movie. And then they fucking shafted him in the Star Wars, Star Wars movies. Dude, I'm so mad. Don't give me fucking. Let's table that for a Yeah, we'll talk about it later. I'm just as mad as you, and I only have the same kind of. That's my only recommendation for this week. That's go watch the clone Tyrone for me. Clone Tyrone, out of ten, a hundred out of ten. It's it, right. watch it. It's got a really great rewatchability uh, to it. Like, cause you're gonna catch I, no matter how many times you see the film, you're gonna catch something new. Dude, I watched it twice back to back. See, and I was nice. just telling you, I was just telling you. Was All like, right, cool. Ooh, I'm gonna down that tonight. All right, you watch it back to back. I watched it the first time, then after that on Netflix, they posted like the interview from the director, mm-hmm. and I listened to it, and then I watched it again, and I was like, ah, I was like, yeah. I get, I get, I get you. The I get you. you talk about. Uh, mine is uh, Good Omen season two just came out. So if anyone likes 
what is that? Tell me what that's about. All right, so Good Omens. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it is uh, Charlie Sheen and David, David Tennant, Tennant, the goat, oh uh, Tenth Doctor himself. Uh, but they are an angel and a devil, essentially. Yeah. So a, a, a demon and a, and a seraphim. And they just kind of like keep colliding into each other over the course of the millennia and stuff like that. So they have this kind of like familiarity that you would almost call a friendship. Uh, yeah. and, and they kind of team up to kind of uh, try to stop the apocalypse because they just like the way things are currently. Yeah, they both kind of fall in love with humanity. And so as like the plot of like the Antichrist is ready to destroy the Earth, they kind of foil it. And, procedural? Uh, is it procedural? No. Okay, good. It's, you know. Almost a slice of life yeah. between okay, a demon and an angel. Good. Oh, that's good. And the so way I, they stop it is hilarious. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking so it was, stupid. It was fucking genius how they stopped it. And season two just came out the other day. So, like, it's it's a lot of fun because it's still them because they've both been exiled by heaven and hell apiece. And they're both trying to kind of operate as an angel and as a devil, but without heaven or hell noticing. So... It's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Check it out. Based on Neil Gaiman. So, like, <gasps> oh say my less. God. Based off his book. Yes. Good omens. Oh, say less. Oh, my God. That's what's up. Big Neil Gaiman fan. Damn, we're going to need to bring you guys back. My like, fucking this, guys. This, these are the guys right here. I need to think. Oh. I had too many cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> like, shows to recommend? What about... Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be new. It doesn't. It could be old. It could be uh, anything. Sandman? Oh, so How well, you say yours first. Sandman? I have not I, watched it I, yet. I, I haven't watched you Sandman You say it either. first, and then yeah. I'll... I, so, I will... Yes. We'll, we'll talk that. about Sandman, but I would say right now, The Warrior, um, which is on a H... It's, it's on HBO Max. Oh, my Max, God. Tell them about Max. it. Um, but if you, oh my God. if you guys like anything that had to do with Bruce Lee, say Jackie let's Chan... Let's go. I'm in. Any, anything like that. Tarantino. Tarantino. Very Tarantino. Yeah. Okay. Spaghetti Western. Like, take like... Let's not forget Michelle Yao. Yeah, yeah. Take... Um, Tony Shaw. Throw everything. What was there. it? Uh, the Chinese connection where Bruce Lee was like um, fighting against like the corporations and businesses. Yeah. And so take that aspect, and then take like um, Quentin Tarantino like spaghetti western films. Oh shit! Or like Clint Eastwood and like slap them together. Oh, I gotta check this and out. You you get a show where it's about a guy and his sister who um what the, the term they call it is crossing the salt where they um they came to America. Oh shit! And they they they're coming here for these experiences to have a better life, and they're treated like shit, and they're greeted with racism, discrimination. Fuck. Um, and this is like America. This is like San Francisco, I think, in the late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, oh, later. Yeah. yeah. Who's 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 starring in the show? Oh, so um, he was in Snake Eyes. Yeah, he was Homie. in Snake Eyes. He was not. He was the. Oh, Henry uh, yeah, Goldblum, he, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, He's okay. the lead, um, and he his character has, like, a hero Bruce Lee uh, persona. Um, and there's a it's a full star-studded cast. Um, you got people from The Raid in there. You got Oh, the dude, Raid. I'm, so, I'm sold yeah. already. I'm sold uh, the, already. The girl who played Mulan in Disney's Descendants. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which I wish I knew everyone's name, uh, and I'm trash, so I, I'm no, sorry. No, I feel, I feel, yeah. I'm sorry for not, for not knowing anyone's name, so... Um, but I would say, um, do you remember uh, at the end of the, the final fight of the raid where the guy had the knives and they were like in the kitchen? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dude, he, he's so in it. Wasn't he in Star Wars too? Yes, yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, not not the main character, the the villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
the the, the bad guy. But um, dude, I saw a behind, behind the scenes film of how they filmed the raid. It's fucking oh my god, dude, that movie is brutal to film. It's uh, almost Jackie Chan esque with the way they're just yes, putting yes. their bodies on the fucking line. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, it's just weird because like there's no. There's like a huge decline in martial art films right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I and, feel that. I totally feel that. Movies aren't getting made like how they were when The Raid came out, when Tony Jaa was doing his thing. And I understand people are getting older. And I understand that a lot of like the actors from Southeast Asia mm-hmm. are now getting jobs in America. And, yeah. just, and they're just doing things here, there, and everywhere. But I just miss those ragtag, dedicated, just like gritty low budget ass that guy <laughs> that might have died a really good era man yeah, that guy might have died when he got thrown off the fifth story of that building yeah. <laughs> but damn what he, he felt through all the neon signs and shit you're like oh shit dude but you go back to you- like jackie chan like legend of the drunken master where he's fucking walking on coals and you're like man crazy effects no he did yeah, that he did that shit, no he did that he shit did insane, yeah. for real when it fucking police story too when oh, the slit and all kills himself right let's go how do you how do you feel about Kung Fu Hustle. Love it. Um, Not one of my favorite. Um, really? I, would, I, I love would, it for what it is. Yes. I do love it for what it is. I would watch Shaolin Soccer over. Okay. okay. I, okay, I, agree okay. With I, I, I respect that. I just, but what about the greatest Kung Fu movie of all time? Kung Pao Enter the Fist. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so funny. That's I knew what you were going to say. That's right? great. Hey, shout out to Three Titties. <laughs> Free, free the nipples! Oh free my god, that movie was fucking insane. Yeah, no, that was a great film. There's supposed That's to be a, a lot of nuts. Yeah. I think the joke was that there was never going to be a sequel. They almost tried to make it for a little bit yeah. too, which is my favorite thing in the world. But there's no way in hell you could ever do that oh again. Oh my god! Yeah, my, I talked my um, I talked my grandma into taking me and my buddy to see that film. I I had to be like in fifth grade or some shit. Yeah, and when we went to see it, she looked at me and was like, "I'm never taking you to a film again." <laughs> You're revoked. Yeah. Privileges so, for yeah. movies revoked. I, got, I just got dropped. I just got dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw Kung Pao off a dollar rental at Blockbuster. Yeah. Same yeah. with Black Dynamite, dude. I've seen the movie so, so many fucking times. You have no so idea. Fucking funny. I can't believe like that. Like that happened, and yeah. and then it, it got in theaters. <laughs> yeah, no, people allowed it. Yeah. yeah. That was before straight to DVD. If if that was not uh, a thing at the time, that's what it would have been. That just reminds me of one time I was in California and I saw the Yu-Gi-Oh! movie and the Napoleon Dynamite back to back. What? Yeah. Oh my God. I remember I saw Austin Powers 2 and a back to back showing in California one time (laughs) for no reason whatsoever. I remember I came back to Chicago and I was telling my cousin, I was like, we need to watch this Napoleon Dynamite movie. It's the fucking funniest shit ever. He's like, what? No, it's funny. Napoleon Dynamite was given to me as a present uh, on Christmas by one of my sisters. And then the next year, my other sister stole it. So damn, that's a sleeper film. That is a sleeper film. That's a very, very sleeper film. Dude, Uncle Rico is just Aaron Rodgers. Dude, when I was in Colorado, I kept just saying, I can throw this football over the mountains. I can throw this football over the mountains, baby. <laughs> uh, but next segment here is one that I'm pretty sure we're all oh, wait, excited about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, go ahead. Go I got, ahead. We can talk about... So, I couldn't think of anything else, but yeah, you're right. Sandman. Sandman's really good. And I remember reading I remember reading Sandman. I was on a I was on a tour to New York in my punk rock band. And um, What uh, a what fucking I, sentence, by yeah. the way. For real. Yeah, I, know. Like, I, I was on a tour in New York setting. in my uh, punk pop band. So, yeah. You know. and, uh-huh. um, and my buddy, he had he had like all the preacher comics. And I just... Oh, preacher. Ooh. 
and and then um was sandman in that for like a second no i just i remember i was reading preacher and then somebody mentioned a uh, sandman to me and then like way in like i think when i got home i just read a little bit of sandman online and i really well oh it's all it's, it's, I, it's all dc vertical it's, it's loaded this man's getting well this is the, like, this is, this is the one thing this is the only one thing i say before i get into sandman um um the 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 swamp thing run Yes. Who did it? Cook, cook, Alan, cook. Um, Alan Moore did the Alan, Alan Moore thing did the Swamp Thing wrong. It's really good. My favorite issue was when um, Swamp Thing was looking for his uh, girlfriend. I forgot her the character's name. And Swampette. Yeah, no, Swampette. We'll call her Swampette. But I, Swampette. I know, I know who you're talking but about. She, girl. she gets uh, she gets held by the Gotham City Police Department. Mm-hmm. Swamp Thing goes to Gotham. And just puts greenery everywhere. And there's a there's a scene in the comic book where you see the like the big big Batmobile come up, and you hear a bullhorn, and Batman's like, "We need to talk." <laughs> hey, so, can, oh my fucking not? god! And and then like you know I think whatever things happen, and like there's not a big fight, but I just know um, Batman goes to the Gotham City Police Department and says like, "Hey, like you better let her go because this guy is you know this guy's like." Swamp Thing is like fucking serious. Yeah, he, he's not fucking so right. one of my favorite. He's and green. Then, well, and also in Sandman, in the Sandman uh, DC Virgo comic books, there's a scene where like after he because Sandman basically starts same in the series. Ba- Sandman basically starts where um, he is bought brought to the earthly plane and he gets like kidnapped by some dude, um, some, rich dude. some rich dude, and like nobody can have dreams and people. Uh, a lot of people get hospitalized for like some sort of sleep paralysis. Yeah, and then there's like three different pieces of his power that he has. That's like different places, and it's like thousands, thousands of years later he gets out. But long story short, it's it's very um is very true to uh, Neil Gaiman's vision. Uh, my favorite part in the comic and my favorite part in the series was the fight between uh, Lucifer and Sandman. Ooh. And it's not like a traditional like fisticuffs fight. Yeah. It's like a it's a thought battle where he where it's like I I am the snake that eats you know that eats you as the rat. And it's like well I am the bird that captures the the snake. And he's and it's very okay. like this sounds like a great it's like a metaphorical battle. No, because yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah. feel, but they but feel no, those oh, yeah. because yeah. I'm oh, Luffy shit. fifth gear. You know, Dude, no, oh, oh, my God. because yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. But oh, that's, 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 that's that's the, and there and it's it's really good. And I think the uh, end of the arc is a scene where there's um there's a like a Comic Con s convention, huh. but it's actually a convention of serial killers. Yes. And that's a whole arc in the that's Sandman comic book. Like, okay, okay. You don't you don't go into Sandman thinking you're gonna get like uh, a, a superhero beat 'em up fight. Right, right. Well, you don't go to yeah. any gaming project yeah. thinking. No, you're yeah, no, that. hell no. And this with, is his like crowning jewel, you know. But but from a visual aspect and from a storytelling aspect and like how the way they conveyed those thoughts and ideas. Um, with the cinema photo- cinema photography, mm-hmm. it's like it's it's probably one of those it's it's one of those series that's really up there for me, um, especially when they get to the the episode with the diner. I don't know if you remember that, Chris. It was like a it was a very like uh, what's the term like bottle episode? Yeah, bottle episode. Everything yeah. takes place in one place. Yes. yes, I. Oh my god, communities bottle episode. Let's just say. Yeah. Or Seinfeld's bottle episode in the Chinese restaurant. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I need. I need, yes. I need to check this out yeah. because. Anyway. Also, if you if you do like a big fan of Swamp Thing and like Alan Moore's run, I would definitely re- say I would recommend to you, uh, Taro Soul run in the New Fifty Two for Swamp Thing. Yes. Oh. Okay. I'll read it. 
100%. Check that out. And then also check out Jeff Lemire's uh, Animal Run in U52. Ooh. That animal, animal, animal Man. man. Animal Man Run. Animal I've man read run. the... Like the eighties, the old an- Animal Man run. Yeah, that, that one's good. About. And then Gary, uh, why am Innes? I blanking? Garth Ennis or no, something Ennis? No. Something Morrison. Why am I blanking? Oh, Grant, Grant Morrison. Morrison. Grant Morrison's Animal Man run. Yeah, also it's Grant really Morrison's good. Animal Man run. Grant Morrison's run of Damian Wayne and Dick Grayson yeah. Batman. That's really good. That's actually what the next movie is going to be based off of. Oh, so ready for it. Good for uh, that. For this is that. the thing. Damien's not my. Damien's grown on me. He's not my favorite. I would prefer. I love to hate him, man. I love to hate this him. Is the, this He's is a the little thing. shit. This is the thing, and I understand. Like, there's some for some reason. Like, TV can't do the Bat Family characters for some reason. Yeah. I know it's a thing, but I want. I want a CW esque Bat Family run. Uh, with but that's not Gotham Knights. That's not Gotham Knights. That's <laughs> that, that you don't see. You don't see Bat. It's just Batman, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It was just Bruce Wayne, no Batman. Yeah. And it's just the Bat family. Uh, I will say, like, the story for the Gotham Knights game, aside from all the, the, the gameplay, the story and the cutscenes itself, is I really like it. Dude, and that's that exactly that what I'm such looking a letdown. for. I was so disappointed. It's a letdown, yeah. but this, if I just, I think what I did was I went on YouTube, I just did all the cutscenes. Cutscenes? Yeah. And it was, it was pretty much what I was looking for. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever watched Titans? I tried. I'm trying. Season season three, picks up. Favorite, season three picks up. Season three picks up. I I struggled. I, I I'll season admit. three picks up is a hard yeah, sell. I'm on I know. Season one. Uh, well, maybe season two after they 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 did the Doom Squad crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. And Doom Patrol is Doom, Doom Patrol is so a much great better. show. So but much I heard also, that's another one that's like I got like uh, one or two yeah. seasons in, and I'm like. I, this Do I a, love it? This is the thing. Like Robin's my favorite, like bat character. Like all of them. This man is. Like, a, I love. This man is a Nightwing aficionado. Tim, like you would never believe. Tim, the thing picture. about the thing about Dick Grayson is like he's just like he's he's like um, he's like Batman, but if like just he just just without everything kind of without the trauma. Had, had, and a, then had a little bit more sympathy. <laughs> he had a little bit more sympathy, and he has a lot of fun. He's very acrobatic. Jason Todd was very like. Um, I would say he's, he's more like Batman. Batman. He's the yeah. anger of Batman. Yeah. And then I would say uh, Tim Drake is he's the, the mind. He's yeah. He's Tim the Drake's best dope. Robin. Yes. Yes. And he's I the agree. best. I agree. agree. And this is the thing when when Tim Drake came around, like Batman was like, okay, I went through this two times. You're gonna go train with Lady <laughs> Shiva. You're gonna go over here. You're gonna do this. Like you're really gonna Keep be trained. I'm gonna step away for a minute. And you're really gonna be like you're really gonna be like trained. So he's the best Robin. This is the last thing I'll say. I really wish they did like I wish Goth I thought Gotham was gonna be this. They um oh. and you can see this in the comic books, like in back yeah. ends of comic books. They need to do a Batman series of after Bruce Wayne leaves Gotham before he comes to Batman, where he trains with uh yeah. Zatanna and where he yeah. like becomes an escape artist yeah. and great. where he learns to be a chemist and when he learns to be a martial artist. I want a series of just Bruce Wayne traveling the world. Christopher, Christopher Nolan touched on he it. He did, yeah. But it would be nice to have a series that takes his time, yeah, and flesh out because that's we never really get to see that side of Bruce Wayne. Mm-mm. Never. Yeah. The closest we probably get is like through Batman, the original animated series, yeah. where like he goes back and visits his old masters time yes. to time. Yeah. The movie, the that first movie, they kind of did it. The Mask of the Phantasm, a little bit, because he was younger Bruce Wayne when he was hanging out with that girl. Yeah. Actually, that one's really good. It actually, it's actually getting re-released in 4K. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm very excited for that. Yeah, yeah, so good. It's really fucking. Batman's good. my favorite. Who's character? Oh, mine too. Like, dude, 
Like, Batman, like, I guess you could say saves my life. I don't know if you guys know about this. I used to be a bubble boy okay. growing up. Yeah. I had to have, like, severe asthma to the point where, like, I couldn't go outside. I yeah. had to be, like, secluded to, like, my parents' home, basically. Like, my yeah. home. I didn't get to play in the snow until I was, like, three, four years old. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, like, uh, to help with my breathing and asthma and everything, I had to put on a mask. Mm-hmm. Terrified of the mask. Terrified. And then my dad was just like, oh, like, do you want to be like Batman? And I'm just like, me as a kid, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I want to be like Batman. Yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, Batman wears a mask. I was like, if you put on this mask, you'll be just like Batman. Oh, shout out to your dad, man. Hey, shout out to you. Yeah. So then, yeah, after that, I was just like, you know what? It's like, yeah. I'm Batman. Batman, man. That's what's up. Hell yeah. So, and then after that, it just took off because my mom also encouraged me, telling me, it's like, you can do anything these other kids can. And I'm like, bet. There you go. Expand those lungs. Go run. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I grew up with asthma, too, so I, I, I get it. No, yeah, one day my mom actually sewed me a Superman cape. First thing I did was jump off the second story window. No. <laughs> oh my god. Awesome. No. <laughs> and there's there's a, I have other stories where like I would like wait for my dad to come home and I would be like on top of the fridge and then like with my ninja turtle sword, like my ninja turtle oh sword. And I'll just jump off and just yell, Kawabunga. That's dope. That Ninja Turtles has been fucking around since nineteen eighty since 85? like right yeah since right when I was like one year zero years old. Yeah. I love Ninja Turtles because every yes. year you're just like huh, what's going on with movies? Oh Ninja Turtles? Yeah that makes sense. Yeah, I'm yeah down. I'm that's down. cool. And there's been Comic? so many cheap no? copies. You guys remember that movies with the kangaroos? Oh, 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 what is it called? What is it called? What is it called? What is it I called? know what you're talking about. Oh my god, they have like chakrams and shit like wait, that. Wait, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Oh god. It's like, it's like warri- Warriors of Virtue. Warriors, Warriors of, of Virtue. virtue. Yes. Let's go. Warriors of Virtue. Nobody knows about that. Yo, Ryan Reynolds is redoing uh, Biker Mice from Mars. Yes. Oh, yeah, I saw that. that. Yeah, yeah. Biker which was Mars in, from Mars. Which, which their base was in Wrigley <laughs> Field. In Chicago, I want to destroy everything in the studio right now because I'm so happy they were, to they hear this the, news. They lived in the fucking scoreboard of, of yeah, Wrigley Field. Really yes. I do remember that. Isn't and that crazy? Battletoads was another ripoff. Battletoads was yes. another ripoff. Oh my god. So that one was really clear. Yeah. Street Sharks. I, I came back. Oh, Street, Street Sharks. Sharks. Ben Diesel's you know in the commercial yeah. for the toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. You know what? Creepy Crawlers was okay too. Yeah. The cartoon. It was like a... It was Ninja Turtle shit, yeah. but it was okay. Yeah, but I guess... Uh, was great. Anyway, to, to move on here, I mean, obviously, we can go all day about oh, this, God, I'm really happy about. Do we have to? Uh, <laughs> I'm so much fun. But you, y'all, y'all are definitely coming back for yeah, Of course. Yeah, yeah, so dude, too. So are you I love talking about weird shit. Dude, dude all day, all day, every day. How will Frieza be able to stand up to Goku now that the legendary power of the Super Saiyan has awakened within him? Don't miss the next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z.